Welcome to Law MacArthur Live with your host, Tim and Sarah. Welcome, welcome. We are uh, live at Law MacArthur here. And uh, actually, to, for the first time ever, I'm also streaming this on my Ford Vita Guy YouTube channel uh, as well. So that's my personal channel. So uh, I'm streaming over there at the same time. Uh, yeah. They've uh, kind of made that to where I could do that. So uh, actually probably been available for a while. But also, we're going to be recording this as a podcast. We'll uh, cast the uh, the audio format later tonight before I leave the dealership after we're done recording it live on YouTube. So if you do listen to the podcast, you want to check it out live with us and ask your questions live and get them answered live, uh, then join us on our uh, YouTube channel at 7 p.m. Central. Mm -hmm. And for those of you on YouTube, glad you're here. And if you are on YouTube, you see the background here. Yep. Which this is actually the last live stream you'll see. I think um, where the you're going to be able to see through the glass. So we are having like this. I call this my studio, but it's yep. glass walls basically. And we're going to have some uh, some some images, some backdrops over here uh, and over there. But you won't be able to see that. Um, and we're going to have a nice Kansas sunset, um, courtesy of Niles. His Niles image from his GoPro. So, yep. um, but for this week we do have a Christmas theme because it's we're just a week less than a week now. Less than a week. From Christmas, <laughs> which is uh, crazy to, to think. And one week from today, I should the fourth grandson should be here. Yep. So we will not do a, not doing sure. a live. He will be here. He will be. Um, we will not be doing a live stream next week because we'll be doing that, celebrating his birthday. Yeah. Jameson's birthday. Yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, I'll be at the dealership <laughs> still. Well, you won't be here that night. No. Because we aren't going to be live. I'll be here anyway, the next day. Or I'll go. be there the next day. Yeah. And I don't know how what days you guys have off, but we are going to be closed Saturday. Not a lot of dealerships are going to be closed Saturday the 23rd, but Law MacArthur will be. So if you're wondering about that, we will be closing down early Friday night about 4.30. Uh, member live, though, still going to go on as scheduled um, and go to 5 because uh, they usually 4.30. It's usually 4.30 to 5.30. Um but uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday will be closed. So, yep. um, yeah, again, not a lot of dealerships will do that. And, yeah. Um, but we, anyways, we, we got these decorations from the showroom because we did the French <laughs> party on Saturday, and we were like, "Well, we want to kind of spruce up our area." So let's let's. See and we what got we the little lights sent to us by Mark, Mark as Chi. well. Mark Chi, he sent those, and uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So yeah. they actually they blink if you wanted to blink. They do. Very fast. Or so slow. If anybody that has seizures don't like that, we will not do that. And slow. So I say that because Jeffrey had a seizure disorder as a kid, and flashing yep. lights would actually set his seizure seizures off. So we won't do that around here. But anyway, so there you go. So having a lot of fun tonight because uh, this will be the last live stream of 2023. And believe it or not, this is episode one, two, three. Yes. One hundred twenty-three. And the next episode we have, which will be the first episode in 2024, will be episode 124, which is kind of yep. cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So that actually tells me that there is a purpose in not streaming next week. <laughs> Plus, as you'll see in today's scheduling information, there's not much that's going to be happening in the next week anyway. <laughs> so True. Um, Ford's pretty much going to be closing down this week, next week. So, yeah, so. There you go. And yeah. um, somebody did actually mention, you want to pop that up? No Ridgeview tonight. Um, no Ridgeview tonight. He is traveling yep. to, is it North Carolina? Is that right? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. 
got a friend there. So um, uh, he's having... having surgery. So he's gone to be with him since he doesn't have family or anyone to be with him during recovery and all. So Ridgeview has gone down there to help him out. So keep his friend in your prayers if you're a person that prays. Um, so I think it was a surgery today or I today. can't remember. Was it today? Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it was an emergency surgery. Ah, okay. Anyway, there we go. Um, but we All have right. Niles here. Niles is a he moderator. He says, you get me. I'm the wish version. So. And so Niles is going to play bouncer. So if you yes. actually see Niles in person, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big guy. Strong guy. So, yeah, he's mm -hmm. going gonna to bounce people if he needs to. So everybody be nice. Just because you need to be nice because Santa Claus won't come to your house if you're not. <laughs> Plus, we're kind in this this uh, this live stream, so we kind of want another, right? Yeah, that's what I say. But we got a Grinch here, so he's not kind. But we'll we'll pretend he's the uh, at the end of the movie Grinch, not the beginning of the movie Grinch. <laughs> that's what I told Will because he he was like he's excited to see the Grinch. He you know we got here, he's excited, and then we get here and he sees the Grinch. And he's like. No, no, no. And I'm like, Dude. yeah, Jaden wouldn't leave from right there. He was like, <laughs> we were like, well, just, just hide behind us. We'll go over here to the, the activity. I, I held up, I carried Will, and he allowed to, me to get close to the Grinch this time. There but you go. So. I was like, remember, he's not mean. He's nice now. Remember? <laughs> yep. So he's right. nice. He's nice now. <laughs> so let's see what else is going on. Uh, not a lot of videos this last week. Uh, we kind of got busy members will know why <laughs> we didn't probably do any videos a little busy on thursday friday um yeah and uh and then uh and monday as well so yep. we didn't get a lot of we don't have videos but we're going to work on some videos tomorrow hopefully afternoon record some videos uh to go live thursday or wednesday night and thursday night um or thursday and friday anyway so we'll have some videos that'll go live um for you guys hopefully i shouldn't say i should say hopefully <laughs> Uh, for uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night, uh, but no videos over the weekend. Uh, we'll not have a member live or a member lot walk. We'll have a member live, yeah. but not a member lot walk this week. Um, but maybe we'll get something something else delivered to you guys if you guys are members. So, um, all right. What else we got going on? What else do you usually talk about? Our weekend. Our weekend. Which was busy. Yes. Yeah. What did I do this weekend? We oh, set up no. our tree finally. You set up Mom tree. took our boys for a little bit so we could set up our tree. And we like to have the boys go somewhere else or set up our tree while they're sleeping. And then we tell them that the elves did it. Because <laughs> they wake up or they come in and go, oh, the tree. And it's all pretty. And we have the decorations up. And they go, Mommy, how did you do this? Nope, the elves did it. <laughs> well, we haven't put up any Christmas decorations yet except for the house and the yard. The yard's got the Christmas lights up. Um, but don't have any Christmas decorations yet. Um, and, uh, yeah, no Christmas tree. I, I told her, I said, well, we can just wait till 23rd and pretend we're a Hallmark movie. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. I mean, they never put up their decorations until the 23rd. Right? Apparently like, they're always yeah, decorating the tree a, on the 23rd. And they don't do a Christmas lighting until Christmas Eve. It's like, yep. Who does that in what town? Anyway, um, if your town does that, I'd like to know. Um, but anyway, hey, we got alternate altering nation in here. So let's, actually, let's uh, right now. Let's do a member. Let's do our member shout out. Yes. You ready for that? Here, let me. Yeah. Let me throw on. Oh, first of all, I want you to talk about how people can be members, in case they're curious. You ready? Wait. I'm how to become members? Oh yes, if you would like to become. A, I'm sorry. 
If you'd like to become a member, it's right there by that join button uh, next to the subscribe button. If you are a Apple user, you will have to do things differently. You're going to have to go to your web browser, go up to little A and big A up there in the link, and request desktop browser. And at, the, at that point, you should be able to see it. Works the same way for Android if you're trying to buy Kindle books. All right. And then you can find all of our content yes, under the community membership section there. Uh, again, we do a member live Friday nights. Um, Sarah filled in without me uh, yep. when I was in Moab or driving through Colorado because I had terrible signal. Yeah. And, uh, and then we do a, we try to do a lot walk every Saturday, mm -hmm. um, you know, unless I'm, I'm not yeah. here or we're closed. Like Anytime we're gonna be this he Saturday. has me doing, trying new things for the channel. When I started doing shorts, my first one was for the members. When I started doing a live stream by myself, show, shared it with the members. First time I did a video was for the members. Yeah. We test out on the members. Yep. <laughs> so if you want to see early stuff, there you go. Um, so a lot of times we'll talk about different things that I'm thinking about for the Tuesday night and I ask and bounce ideas off them. So it's kind of a kind of an early access kind of thing. Um, anyway, it's kind of fun. And it's just five bucks. So if you want to support us, that's a great way to support us as well. We really appreciate it and love our members. And we do send a welcome packet out as well. So make sure mm -hmm. you, if you do become a member, make sure you email Sarah uh, yes. so we can get uh, that sent out to you. So just a couple of thing, thank you things for um, us. So, all right. So what else? Now let's do member shout outs here. Yes. We have a lot of members. Uh, let's start off with our special ones. We have All Train Nation who did a super chat. Uh, Mary Bron Bronco Must. There you go. We have Mike M, a donation from him. For oh, wow. Uh, Merry thank Christmas, you. Tim and Sarah. Happy 2024. And thank you for a great year given to we members. Thank you. Appreciate thank that. Thank you very much. We love our member support. Yeah. Uh, we have Ragnar Khan. Oh, wow. Tim's Bronco has turned into a gigantic mess of green balloons. <laughs> Looks sick. Needs a dock. <laughs> supposed to be a Whoville tree. Whoville. Yeah. <laughs> and this is supposed to be a, like a little ornament. Ornament, right? Or yeah, it's supposed to be one. a giant ornament that she was going to hang from the ceiling and then realized that it wouldn't work. Yeah. So she just. And this was the last minute. Hey, it'll fit right in between the wall and the desk. So let's do it. It works. It works. Gives the Grinch somewhere to sit besides the desk. There you go. We have our Raptor first again. <laughs> what is that? Three, four weeks now? <laughs> we have Mo Rich Man 300. Hello. We have Geralt. <clears throat> Geralt S. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm early tonight. Nice to see him in there. Yes. They came to the Maverick meetup. It's always fun to meet people, mm -hmm. meet the members in person. Yeah, we have Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Evening all and Merry Christmas. We have VTech saying hola. We saw them. Carlisle. We're going to talk about all kinds of these events. Oh, yeah. A little bit later. Marine Vet. Merry Christmas. Met him when he brought his, purchased his Bronco. We have Craig. Hello. And we have Francis Arrigo, who is coming down January 3rd or 4th. One of those two days. The 4th. And he's going to pick up his Bronco that he's been waiting on. Produced during the UAW, or right before the UAW strike. <clears throat> yeah. Been waiting ever since then. Yep. Um, ML Culpepper is in the house. Any terrain in your recent off-road adventures encountered that your trimmer couldn't have handled? 
Uh, yeah, and they, you know, <laughs> well, Moab, uh-uh, <laughs> not, not, it would have, it would have bottomed out. It wouldn't have uh, cleared where some places we went in, in Moab, but I want to take it. There's a place, Tuttle Creek. It's a one, it's an easy trail, so <laughs> it should be able to handle that. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be fun. We have our Quibido. Hi, all fine, cold Tuesday evening. That's why my cough is back. It is really chilly and it's hit me again. I didn't take my allergy meds like two days in a row, and now mine's like my congestion. I can feel it. I'm like, oh, I gotta take Kate every day. <laughs> my asthma's bad. Hmm. Well, mixed with a heater blowing on me constantly throughout the day. Well, we're not we're not having like temperatures below freezing. That's the problem. So we're at well, forty degree days. But like and, we and have like, like I have the heater, which is drying me out. Oh yeah, all day long, every day because I have a crosswind going. <laughs> whenever a door opens so i keep my heater on so i don't have to have a blanket and then i go outside and the temperature drops so drastically from what i'm in my in inside temperature that my lungs can't handle it yep that's happens to me all right so we have we jim hughes hello everyone sean watkins hello everyone and merry christmas we have linda hoffer Wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and healthy, happy new year from sunny but cold Florida. All right. Jack Evans. Hello, everyone. Also from Florida. Yep. Niles. Hi, Ford Video Guy friends. Oh, bounce over to Ford Video Guy. I got a couple people over there. Yeah, we do have a couple. Although I. The chat's probably not very, very healthy over there. So it's okay <laughs> if you don't watch it. But if you want to watch a replay. <laughs> yeah, that'll help the channel a little bit. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Mike M. Hello, Sarah Davis, Will MacArthur, and Ford Video Guy. We have Mark She. Merry Christmas! Glad to see you got the necklaces. We got the earrings, but Here. I can't wear mine at this time. I don't wear earrings. <laughs> Are these on? Yeah, they're on. But they will be greatly yes. enjoyed. Uh, Brian Foster, hello from cloudy Southern California. And he says he's going through Maverick withdrawals because his is in the shop. Somebody we talked to that actually bought from us in Oregon. Um, theirs is in the shop with some severe problems. Oh, well, his isn't that. It, he's, getting, he's getting some radio stuff added. Ah, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, I feel bad for the people in Oregon because there are customers and the dealership there won't give them a loaner. So they're without a vehicle right now. It's like, Aww. yeah. So anyway. All right. We have VTech. Thank you. He gifted 10 Law MacArthur memberships. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Does it show who got them? Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah. Oh, on your side, yeah, it, does. On here it does. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I didn't talk to the microphone. I asked if it was uh, showing it on here. So it does on the chat in there. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, Kyle and I, Moore is not a member, but he is a customer. He says his terrain XLT black appearance package is shipping tomorrow from Walmart MacArthur to Arizona. Awesome, yes, that name looks familiar. A lot of these people, that even if they're not members, uh, the names are familiar because I look at every a lot of those orders. But, um, I did all Nation. I sent you an invite. You don't have to, don't feel obliged to get in there, but we're going to talk later at about eight in about 45 minutes. We're going to talk. Uh, 2023 things that we've done and of course we saw you guys in Tennessee if you guys want to jump on great uh, if not I understand because I know you're uh, taking a break with the Christmas season and everything so and if you're busy tonight don't feel like you have to get on and I sent one to Niles as well because yeah. he was went to Wisconsin with us so yeah we have some people in Allie's or I was gonna shit Allie's gonna be on later so 
And I want to make sure that I know I, I'm not trying to steal Alley away from you, All Train Nation. <laughs> She's going to talk Woodward Dream Cruise, which I want to go to this year. So we'll talk about that later. But what else you got? You got another one there? Oh, Cool Pepper. So Cool Pepper was the one that messaged me that was talking about um, he couldn't get out of the screen from Android Auto. And I did that short on how to get out of it. Oh, yeah. So that they can listen to FM radio. Yeah. It confused me at first, too. <laughs> we got another donation here. $10. Thank you, Vols44. Thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing us the gifts of expertise and knowledge every Tuesday, Friday, mm -hmm. Saturday, and much more. Cool. Well, thanks. All right. And thanks for the donation. Appreciate it. All right. Okay. All right. And we did see Daniel's in here. So they were just here yesterday. Yes, actually, I have that starred. Did you see that I have the starred one? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I clicked on. Okay. So, yeah. So they were here yesterday picking up their Maverick from Michigan. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So uh, they picked it up, and uh, I don't know if they made it back yet or not. Luckily, they have uh, their daughter lives in St. Joe, and so they were visiting. They They're going to go there first probably, and then. Drive up. No, they actually okay. came down to St. Joe first. They've been there for a few days, and I think they're heading back today or tomorrow. All right. Yep. So they picked got up some Christmas in early. Yep. So cool. Um. All right, and then last one. Then we'll move on. Martin, twenty-three months being a member. Wow. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Tim and Sarah, and Lama MacArthur crew. We need to update those. Some of the Lama MacArthur crew is actually here, right? Still working last car deals. But anyway, hopefully they're yeah. not too loud for you guys. All right. Moving on. What's next? I don't know. I'm usually good dealer. I have a good dealer. You got it right here. Yes. I got the image. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. You ready for that? Yes. I mean, I'm behind on comments, so if I'm, I'll catch up. Okay. All right. So we were sent this one. This is not a Maverick Truck Club good dealer moment, so we have a picture to go along with it. We go. finally got our four-door Cactus Gray Heritage, and I have to tell you, while the wait was torturous, it was surely worth it. We feel like we won the lottery getting this Bronco, and we have to thank our wonderful dealer and rep, Richard Powell, at Fitzgerald Ford in Fitzgerald, is that Georgia? What's yeah, unfortunate yeah, is we had to drive 60 miles from home to find an honest dealer, but they will keep our business. All the dealers close to us won 5 to 10K over MSRP, and one wouldn't even let us test drive the one they had on the lot. Fitzgerald Ford kept us appraised of all issues, sold up to us at MSRP, and price protected us to at the March 2023 price. I would recommend them to anyone in middle or south Georgia. Thanks again, Tim and Sandy. Pretty cool. Yeah. So Cactus Gray four-door. That was Richard Powell at Fitzgerald Ford in Georgia. All right. There you go. So there's a Georgia dealer for <laughs> you. If you're down in that area looking for somebody, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And it uh, looks like um, we got five more <laughs> memberships got gifted by Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so he likes to do that, too. So uh, that's 15 tonight. So there you go. Welcome to the crew. Yeah. So welcome, welcome. Uh, make sure if your members look at that member video, Sarah goes through uh, all, all the, the perks. perks and everything. I think I and, need to uh, update that. Do one a year. I need to update the uh, trailer. It's from 10 years ago. Anyway. <laughs> I will channel. do the trailer. Just tell me what I need to say and I'll get it done. Yeah. 
I'll let you know when uh, they decide what I need to change it to. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Let's get into uh, the next thing, scheduling news and everything, so we can get to the fun stuff here uh, later, talking about travels and uh, different trips we've gone on. And Altering Nation says, I'm in. Okay. About eight, uh, probably take about 40 minutes to get through this stuff. So about 8 o'clock yeah. is what I was thinking, so jump in whenever. All right. Okay. So let's go into scheduling notes and news. Where is that at? right here? All right. Starting with our scheduling news and notes and everything. First thing, of course, we'd like to start with is going through all the terms and, uh, and different things we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, in fact, we won't cover a lot of this tonight because most of the models aren't scheduling this week because of the holiday. Uh, but when we talk about this information that's scheduling, what Ford's scheduling plan is, and there, when we talk about scheduling, we're talking about scheduling your order, which is your customer's retail order. So that's the second one now that retail orders are customer placed orders. Um, so the orders are placed in the order bank, which is that first uh, term up there where dealers place all stock and retail orders where stock orders are orders placed by the dealer for stock or lot inventory. So when you'll see that is when maybe they don't have any retail orders, but yet they're going to have allocations. We're going to talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, priority code. That's what party is given uh, by the dealer. Uh, to their orders anywhere a retail order is anything from a 03 through 19. Uh, I know it says 10 to 19 that's been changed since I did this um, and stock ones are 20 to 80 uh, lower the better so a, a retail order will always be looked at before a stock one for the same configuration uh, scheduling that is when Ford schedules an order for production dates in the future months and that's what we're talking about in this uh, this video this part of the video um, production dates that's the orders will be scheduled given VIN numbers for a certain production date or week or something like that. Uh, allocations. So allocations are what Ford uses to schedule an order. So if a dealer doesn't have an allocation that they've earned, they can't get an order scheduled. doesn't mean if there, even if there's a retail order in there, that order won't be scheduled if the dealership doesn't have an allocation. And the dealership uh, earns those allocations by their sales volume for each model within their region. So we're a very high volume Maverick dealer. So we get a lot of allocations for Maverick where some dealers may only get one or two because they're a lower volume Maverick dealer. That's how that works. So it doesn't matter how many orders are in there. It matters how many you sell. Uh, constraints, those are an option that may be in short supply or take longer to build. Um, capacity is the planned production rate for given motor trim option and such. So those kind of almost go hand in hand because sometimes we'll talk about here's what the capacity is. Like we'll talk about that tonight, but then this is a constraint because it's um, there's more orders than what the capacity is. That could be a con uh, considered a constraint item or option when we talk about that. Job one and two, um, Ford does uh, run the production with, uh, within a model and to split uh, job one and job two. Uh, if you have a job one order put in, it's not really necessarily a job one order. It's just an order put in there. Um, so they'll, go, they'll switch from job one to job two. If yours doesn't get scheduled in job one, when it gets scheduled, it'll be built as a job two. And sometimes it makes some slight minor changes to the production for job two. Uh, they might decide to change this little knob or something because they can't get that other knob from the supplier. So they'll make that switch so they can keep production running. Or they might, you know, update with a new package for the second model year or second half of the model year like they did for the Mustang with the GT California Special. 
Um, and then balance out. That's the end of production. They might balance out sometimes a color. We see that saw that with Bronco last year. You'll balance out a certain color. Um, that won't be available for the rest of the model year. But at the towards the end, they'll actually balance out the entire model like they are about ready to do on the edge. So, all right. That's all the terminology. Hope you guys understood all that. If you have, of course, any questions, we are going to be taking questions at the end of this section uh, that has to do with scheduling. So if you have specific questions to scheduling, then, um, yeah, pop those in there. Uh, tag at Sarah Davis. Uh, Sarah with an H. Just like in the Bible. That's how we spelled her name. All right. Anyway, uh, move uh, starting with the 24 model year Mustang. So most of these models are not scheduling this week because of being the holiday um, for four, the 21st must be the Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. I don't know. Anyway, so there's no scheduling for Mustang. Uh, order banks are open up for the 24 model year Mustang, including Dark Horse, as long as the dealership has a Dark Horse allocation available. Uh, like we're supposed to be getting five for the year. We've had one schedule come in. Uh, we've had a couple more that are on uh, customers have orders. So I think we are able to take a Dark Horse order if uh but we don't know don't know when we're going to get that allocation so those are allocated differently um but they are open um they're not showing any constraints because since they're not scheduling this week uh, but i did actually do some looking here um and some of these sheets have made it on some different forums that i'm looking at here it's a commodity uh report uh that i can't show you uh it's a confidential report some people do post it when they're not supposed to on the different forums. And I kind of like to, we're going to talk more about these and some of the other models, but you might look at the GT performance package and, and think, well, 49% of the retail orders are with that package on there. But right now there's currently 1,116 unscheduled retail orders, not including dark horse. Uh, but when you look at the capacity for the GT performance package, it's 20%. So, that 20% would be of the production. So last month, they produced 5,600 Mustangs. So what is that? Let me get my calculator. So 20% of 5,600 is about 1,120 GT performance packages that can be scheduled and can be built. That's more than the unscheduled orders altogether. So that's where that number is sometimes you look at that and go, oh, it's a negative number, but not really because since they have a low amount of orders, that really that's not really a constraint necessarily. So you have to take it and weigh it in that way. So same same way on the black painted roof, capacity is thirteen percent of fifty six hundred or so. If that's if they build fifty six hundred this month or the next month they're scheduling for. Um, 40% of the orders have that on there. So again, that's still a small number. So there's really not, uh, because of that reason, other than the dark horse, there's really not a constraint for the Mustang. So, all right. Um, next is a 24 model year escape is not scheduling this week. Um, and order banks are open up for those. There's currently only 478 unscheduled uh, retail orders in the order bank for that. 25% um, of those, about oh, just over 100 of those are for the plug-in hybrid. And just um, for reference, last month they built 8,600 um, escapes uh, in November. October they built 20,000 escapes. So I think I looked at that. Their average for the year is about 13,000 escapes. Uh, so with that in mind, 
again, even plug-in hybrid is not really a constraint when you look at it that way. Again, order banks are open up from the 24 model year escape. Put it in and uh, shouldn't have any issues with about any constraint or any configuration there. All right. <clears throat> Next is the 24 model year Bronco Sport. Um, Bronco Sport uh, is available to order. Uh, they are currently is a very small number of unscheduled orders. There's currently only uh, 201 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um, I would probably say, yeah, let's say 56% of those are Badlands and not, they're not going to be scheduled Badlands until March. So um, keep that in mind if you have a Badlands, try to find one at a dealer. Um, they're not scheduling this week. Um, and again, because they make about 10,000, 11,000 a month, not really any of them are really a constraint because you might look at it and go, well, Badlands, well, we know Badlands isn't scheduling, but besides that, even your free willing, which 56% or about half of the orders are free willing, their capacity is 3%, but that's 3,000. Or wait, not 3,000. 3% would be 300. So 300, that's more than what's already in there. So again, some of these constraints, when you look at the reports, if you see those on the different forums, uh, some of that you have to disregard and understand what those all mean. So that's that's where I can help you out with that. All right. Uh, again, order banks are open up for the 24 model year Bronco Sport in about any configuration that you want. So um, next is the 24 model year Edge. Uh, order banks are open up for everything except for the ST right now. Um, they are not scheduling this week. And um, there's currently 774 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. And uh, again, not really any constraints there because uh, only having 700 orders in there when they're building about 15,000 a month. Again, they're, they're, your, your order will not take long. And it'll get scheduled pretty quick. Again, does depend on dealer allocation though. So if a dealer doesn't have a lot of edge allocations, like we only have a couple usually a month, mm -hmm. you know, if we had three orders, then yes, then that third order that's in line would probably have to wait another month. But again, that's, that's something you have to weigh in as well. All right, 24 model year Ranger. Order banks are open up right now. They are not scheduling this week. Um, and there's currently 3,000 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. I think the number was 4,400 last week. So they scheduled about 1,400 last week. So that's that's pretty impressive and pretty good to see. Um, we don't know what production run is. Last Like last month was a really low number. Um, but prior to the 24 model year, they were building about 5,000 a month. Uh, so... When you look at that, they still need to build the ones that have already been scheduled, but it shouldn't take too long to get everybody else scheduled, and there's no constraints listed on the commodity list there, report. All right, I don't think I have anything else on the Ranger. Uh, 24 model year Bronco. Uh, order banks are open up for everything except for the Heritage Edition and Heritage Limited Edition. Uh, keep that in mind that they are open up for everything else. Um, they are not scheduling this week. Uh, there's currently only 4,300 or so orders, unscheduled orders in the order bank, not counting Raptor. Um, or probably, that probably number is probably not including Limited either, Heritage Limited. Um, and last month, they produced 10,000 Broncos last month. So look at it that way, only 4,000. Not really anything is a constraint. So I know that, that I, I do know that somebody has posted the Bronco on Bronco 6G, the commodity report. Um, again, you need to know how to read that. Um, again, they still haven't updated the manual transmission being 0%. Don't look at that. Don't worry about that. Um, 
it's not 0% that they're scheduling. We've had manual transmissions already scheduled. We even had a manual transmission heritage edition of things scheduled uh, uh, two week, a couple weeks ago. Um, so don't don't disregard that. And also don't worry about any negative numbers. So even Black Diamond, you're seeing a negative number in the right-hand column because it says that 12% of the orders in the order bank are Black Diamond, but the capacity is 8%. we got to remember, but 8% of 10,000 is what they make in a month. Okay, is that still more than the current orders in the order bank? Yes, it still is. So even Black Diamond is not a constraint, even though you see a negative number there. So I wouldn't really feel free to order what you want on the Bronco. It should not take long to get scheduled, other than, of course, you can't order a Heritage anymore. Those Heritage two doors, we still don't know um, when they're going to start scheduling. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry. We've noticed on ours, we've had a variety wild tracks scheduled. We've had hardtop four doors scheduled. Uh, Sasquatches. I mean, feel free to order what you want. I would, I, I always recommend try to keep some of the aftermarket stuff to a minimum though. That kind of helps just in case they are having a supply issue with some of the aftermarket things, but otherwise you should be good there. All right. Next is the 24 model year Maverick. Uh, order banks are open up for all trim levels, even the XL, despite any rumors. Um, and uh, they are actually scheduling this week for dealers that have an allocation not used yet. Um, that would not be us. They are scheduling for build weeks, the weeks of January 1st through February 26th. This is what they call a cleanup scheduling. And that means they're trying to clean up any allocations dealers haven't used. They want to make sure they get theirs used. and then, But they'll only schedule for what they can still fit into their schedule. And I don't think XL is it. I don't think hybrid is it. Um, but... Um, here are some limit availability things that they probably won't schedule for. Uh, XL, as I just said. Um, hybrid, as I just said on that too. Splash guards, um, the molded in front and rear. Um, of course, I've always said keep those splash guards off. Get those aftermarket right now. Um, and then black appearance package as well, which is optional on the XL and Lariat. Now, exhausted availability is your tonneau cover, hard trifold. Again, aftermarket stuff, get them later, folks. And then also the uh, all-season tire that's available on the XL and XLT. So more than likely, uh, if you have like a Lariat EcoBoost, that's a great configuration to maybe get scheduled if your dealer has an allocation, um, that kind of thing. Um, that's how that would be selected. Now, looking at the uh, commodity report, because I know that made it to the Maverick Truck Club as well. Again, you have to take this in, in the grain of salt. There's currently 21,698 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. They made 13,000 in the last three months, more than 13,000. So each month, the last three months, they've built 13,000. So when you think about that, you probably won't schedule for the next couple of months. But when we were looking for March scheduling dates or build dates that we'll probably schedule in January, which is probably the next time you'll be looked about get scheduling. If you look at that and go, oh, my hybrid's never going to get scheduled. It'll never get built this year because 80% of the orders are that, but their capacity is only 55%. Remember, 55% of 21,000, let's even go down to 50%. That's still, what, 10,000, let's say 11,000 orders. Well, what's 80% of the 21? Right, it is a high number, so they won't be able to schedule them all in one month, but they could schedule them. You know, let's what what actually I didn't do that right. Uh, 13,000 13, is what they can build in a month. Fifty percent of that is about what six thousand, almost seven thousand. 
hybrids. So they can probably build about 7,000. Well, 80% of 22, yes, you may, not, you may not get scheduled the first month, but it doesn't mean you won't get scheduled this model year. So some things, it's not a constraint in the sense that it won't ever get built for the model year, but it might take more than one month. Same way in the XL, 59% of the 21,000 people have XL. Their capacity is 23% of the 13,000 a month. Remember that. That's how that number fits. So you got to look at that the way it is. XLs will take a little longer to get scheduled if you do have it. If you have an XLT with a Lux package, that won't, you know, you see that number is a positive number. That's a good one. Larry Luxury, some of those. A tremor, 0% of the retail orders are tremor. You put a tremor order in, you probably get scheduled the next time your dealership has an allocation. I mean, that's that, that'd be that, that easy. Um, yeah. Most of them are pretty good. Even the black appearance package, uh, Copilot 360, all of them, um, you know, you're good. Uh, again, stay away from those bed covers and those those kind of things. Anyway, all right, next one is a 24 model year Explorer. Uh, order banks are open up for those as well. Um, they'll probably close pretty soon, so make sure you get your orders in. They're only doing a four-month run for 24. They're not scheduling this week. Uh, there's currently only 217 unscheduled Explorer orders in the order bank right now. In November, they produced 20,000 Explorers. So, yeah, there's not really, again, that's the same thing. About any configuration will work. I know that they were saying last month or last week, there's a lot of things that were limited and everything because they were just trying to fill in holes for the end of their production. Uh, that's all that meant. So, like, the next time they schedule and your dealership has allocations, you probably, it won't matter. You're, they're going to be open up for, for all kinds of different configurations. <clears throat> Next is the 24 model year expedition. Uh, order banks are open up for 24 model year. They are not scheduling this week. Uh, there's currently only 577 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank, and they produce about 6,700 uh, expeditions a month. At least they did in November. Um, so about, again, any configuration other than don't forget on those Platinums, you does require the optional 22-inch wheel. So if you do have a Platinum order, make sure you're switching that wheel to the optional wheel. It's a cool-looking wheel. Go ahead and make that change. You can get scheduled. Uh, limited 302A will require the sandstone trim as well. So that's something else. You'll want to make that change on those. Otherwise, it uh, shouldn't be an issue getting anything scheduled. <clears throat> there you go. Next is the 24 model year Mach-E. Uh, order banks are open up for the select and the premium, not the GT yet or the rally. Um, we're supposed to find out information in 2024. Um, currently only 31 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Uh, looks like they're producing about five. Let's see. November was about 5,700. October was 8,000. So, uh, but they are not scheduling this week. Um, and most of the orders in there, um, of course they're non GTs cause they can't order GT right now. But a lot of them, about half of them, are the standard range. But, again, only 31 unscheduled orders. So as long as your dealership has an allocation, that's going to be the hard thing. Like we get about one allocation a month, maybe two. That'll be the hard part is getting an allocation from your local dealer. So look at that or look and see what's out there. There's a lot of available mach out there at dealer lots. And there's like low interest rate going on right now too. So, all right. Um, next one is a 24 model year Super Duty. Order banks are open up for all trim levels, even the limited if you want to. I would avoid that if I were you. Also, F450 is available. So I think there's some, some th rumors about that too, that they're not available to order. 
That is not true. Order banks are open up for all configurations there. They're not scheduling this week. It says they will resume scheduling January 4th. So next couple of weeks, they won't schedule. Um, and some of these, you can tell these notes are written by those particular factories. And so some factories actually give more information than others, but about everybody's not going to schedule until January. Um, let's see what else. Um, Super Duty is currently only 19,000 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for those. And it looks like they're producing, they produce about 28 to 30,000 a month. That is a hopping factory right there. Um, so with that in mind, again, the biggest thing is though, like limited King ranch platinum, those have way more orders than what their capacity is. So that's, that is the big thing for those. If you have a limited King ranch platinum, be willing to wait. Um, they are, you know, a lot of people are like, well, they're not building limiteds. They're not building four fifties. Uh, we got a three fifty dually limited that arrived at our dealership. So they are building them. They are making them. And this is a 2024. Um, okay. it's just again, in a smaller number and percentage. So, has to do with dealer allocations. It has to do with what you have. And, and keep in mind, the limited comes standard with that high output diesel engine, which is also only a 10% capacity. So that's a big factor in that as well. All right. I don't go into too much more out of that because since they're not scheduling this week, 24 model year F-150 order rings are open up except for the trimmer. I'm not sure what's taking so long on that. Looking pretty cool, but yeah, except for trimmer. Um, they're currently only 4,600 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for F-150. Um, they build, what, 48,000. Last yeah. month, Last month they built 48,000. I had to look all this up because I was like, you know what? Every week I say, I don't know what the percentage is off of. Yeah. So they make about 48,000 vehicles. So you can tell that 4,600 is like nothing right there. So that's probably a week's worth of ordering. Uh, but again, your dealership does have to have an allocation. They are not scheduling this week. And um, it does say in here that says there is a minor availability for Raptor 802A and 803A. We did actually get a Raptor R allocation last week and got it and got that one scheduled. Uh, so again, your dealership has to have a Raptor allocation. And it looks like to me they're actually breaking out Raptor R allocations separate from regular F-150 Raptor allocations. Um, so we, we got one last week and got it scheduled, which was a surprise because the week before they said that they, they had to be switched to 801A, but they gave us a Raptor R. So there you go. So uh, depending on the dealership and what they get there. All right, what else? We're almost done here. All right. 2024 or 24 model year F-150 Lightning. Um, order banks are open up if you want to put one in. Not a lot of people putting them in right now. Uh, they're not scheduling this week either. They kind of run along with the same schedule as F-150. Uh, they don't give us any numbers about unscheduled orders. I don't think they want four. <laughs> I don't like Ford wants anybody to know. But, um, yeah, no constraints there. Order what you want. You'll get it scheduled probably pretty fast as long as your dealership has an allocation. Uh, next is a 24 model year transit. Order banks are open up. There's currently 5,500 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank, which aren't that many when they make about 14,000, 15,000 a month. Um, no scheduling this week either on that one. And, um, you know, there are there might be some constraints, but since they're not scheduling, I'm going to go over those. There you go. That's scheduling. Got any questions? Not about scheduling, per se. Will Lariat Super Duty be easy to get when ordered? Lariat Super Duty is not too bad. I mean, we're getting quite a few. Yeah. I mean, because they're within the capacity on that, so... That shouldn't be too bad. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm, you know, if you can 
I mean, there's still a lot of the same amenities and same con convenience features and such. It's just kind of a different look and such. If you can, if you're okay with, you know, not having that fancy King Ranch Platinum or Limited, look at the Lariat, Lariat Ultimate Package. You know, that's not mm -hmm. a bad, bad truck and you can get it, get a lot faster. So, and if you're somebody out there that's a farmer or something like that, where you need that truck, um, and you need to get it and you're like, I need one, then look at Lariat. Yeah. Or look at her lot because we got a ton of super days on our lot, like what, two grand off right now? I don't know. Mm, I believe two. You repriced those today. All right. Anyway, we're stocked up for you. We're, we're ready for those. Uh, we get, we're in Kansas. We got a lot of farmers into the, that last week. They come in after Christmas and need a tax write off. And, uh, so we got our super news yeah, ready week, to go. <laughs> that last week is definitely one of our busiest for farmers and truck sales. We got F-150s, but we're a little nervous because we don't have many coming in in the month of January. So we're a little nervous we're going to actually be out of F-150s. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, our background balloons are supposed to be shaped that way. It's a Whoville treat. All right. Um, is that one of the scheduling questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have another one. Okay. When will the F450 XLT with high output engine be scheduled? Is there still a constraint? Okay, we just we kind of just talked yeah. about that. So but, it really depends on Yeah, it depends on that. Also depends on how many um allocations your dealer gets. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, you know, there's a couple of other things, but mainly your dealer's allocations, how many they have ahead of you or in there yep. um to begin with. And so. remember on special like limited, was it was it limited they said? No, it was high output. High output. So ten percent is the capacity on high output. So that means uh ten percent of the was it forty eight thousand or so, right around there? Or was that F one fifty? Thirty thousand. It was twenty eight twenty eight or thirty thousand is what they built. So ten percent of that is how many are gonna get the high output. Yeah. And remember limited needs the high output. So if you have limited, you're already kind of like a you got two strikes against you there. 450, <laughs> you're three strikes. So they you know, just got to look at it that way. Yep. Right. Um, do you have allocations for Bronco, four-door, wild track next month? I have one ordered with your dealer. Um, we have like only a couple. We have like nine or 10 orders, maybe 12 orders. Mm -hmm. uh, typically get about 10 allocations a month. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it shouldn't take too long. I mean, yeah. to get it scheduled. And again, it's not necessary. I really, I think at this point, it's not really like about any trim. I thought, I mean, all the trims are pretty readily. I think we had two schedule. What, when we had allocate, when we had the schedule, was that last week or the week before? We had like two wild tracks schedule. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it shouldn't take too long. This one is somewhat scheduling. My wife's Bronco Big Ben was scheduled for 122. Is the rear locking differential included by default or does it have to be selected? If it's not by default, can it be after it's scheduled? Okay. Ooh, I don't know about the I rear know. locker. Um, now, Big Ben is not standard with the rear locker. It is optional because I made sure I had it on mine. Uh, and I would encourage you all to get it. You never know if you want to go off-roading. Just go to off-roading at once. Um, but, um, yeah, on that, I mean, there are some things you can add after it's scheduled as long as it's not too close to your build date. You're actually, you're you're a month away, which you could make some changes. Usually what can't be made is anything that's affected by the VIN number. And I can't remember if the gear, the differential, is affected by the VIN number or not. Um, so that would be something your dealer should have to try. 
I don't think it is. I think the actual, well, because I think it does change your gear ratio. So I think it is based on the gear ratio. When you get to that, I think you're a 4.26 gear ratio from a 373. So you might not be Ragnarcom able to know. says that does not impact the VIN. Okay, there you go. I wasn't sure on that one. <laughs> yeah, differential does not impact the VIN. Thank okay. you. So then you should be able to have your dealership, as long as your dealership wants to try to make the change. And well, it doesn't hurt the order. Yeah, it won't their, their schedule date is 122. So I would call your dealer tomorrow. Yep. The sooner you sooner do the it, better. the better. Once yeah. it gets to a certain time frame before your schedule date, it locks. Yeah. So yeah. definitely call your dealer as soon as possible. So that way you can get that changed yeah. if at all possible. Yeah, but I would add it. Definitely. Couldn't even change my color once it was scheduled with a VIN. And that's a misconception. Depending on how close you depending are. Depending on how close you are, you can change your color or depending on how accepting your dealer is with making changes once you have a VIN. That, Some dealers I, don't like to make changes once it's scheduled. So I think sometimes that's a misconception. Like sales managers were told their sales staff, nope, can't make changes once it's scheduled. Some of them really believe that. Some of them, it's just they're, they're bothered by it mm -hmm. for some reason. It only takes like five minutes, not even that long to go in there, make that change. And what will happen is it'll say that it's processing your changes. And then a, a day later, it'll it'll say process has been uh, completed. And then if your order looks like it's the color's been changed, then it's changed. So color is the easiest one because technically your, your truck, your vehicle, Bronco, whatever, isn't painted. Yeah. They select the colors they need for yours, and it's yeah. a shell it's that's like, already It's painted. like a shell vending machine. They go, okay, <laughs> we need this many for this day and this many for this day. And this many four-door, four yeah. this many two-doors. So. In this color, yeah. Yep. It's, at least that's yeah. the way it was at the Explorer plant. So. Yes. Um, but the, the what I always say is some dealers are very adamant that they can't do it, and I always just say, go in there and go, try, please. It Two things will happen. Either... It's going to change, and I'm right, and I get the vehicle I want, and I'm happy, or you get to prove me wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's. So, yeah. Anyway, just try, and hopefully they're accommodating. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? Uh, that's. For scheduling? Pretty much all we have for scheduling. I only have, well, like, one deal. If you've asked a question, uh, and I have not answered it, I am saving it for either we're going to answer in our next topic or later on. Or I've saved it for the Q&A because it's not pertaining to our subject right now. Or I missed it and adds <laughs> at Sarah Davis. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm going to do dealer news. And we might, like, I might have to do recalls, like, tomorrow or something. Because we got our guests are already in there waiting for us. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You see him in it? Can you see him in it? Well, I have a small screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to hit that arrow and go over. I have a teeny, yeah. anyway. teeny screen here. <laughs> I right. had to scroll to see him. Okay, uh, there. Let's oh, here. Let's do dealer news real quick. Throw up my screen here. Oh. Yeah. But. All right. So dealer news updates for this week. Uh, I only have one thing, but it's a major one, and a lot of people are really upset about, and that is price increases. So we have yes. price increases that went in effect December fifteenth for the Maverick. The XL series increased by $415 on the MSRP. The 24 Ranger already, I haven't even had one at a dealer yet. They increased $105 on the MSRP for all series, all trim levels. Um, I'd assume that includes the Raptor. Um, 
Bronco increased the Badlands, Black Diamond, Heritage Edition, Wild Track, Everglades, and Raptor series by $200. Mustang increased the GT and Dark Horse series by $215 on the MSRP. So there you go. So those are all the price increases. Now, don't forget, and I'm going to probably have to revisit this again, price increases don't affect an order that was placed prior to the 15th. So your dealership should still price protect your vehicle based on, I always say the easy way to know it, what was the price when you ordered the vehicle? That's the price you're going to get. The dealership will reimburse the rest of that back 45 to 60 days later when the Ford sees that the person that ordered it bought it. Um, it's that simple. Um, so it's not, not complicated, uh, but you can't actually remember this stuff. So some people will take, well, I know there's been these price increases. So when that, when that comes in, I just subtract these from it and I get my price. Uh, or uh, the dealer can actually print a Dora at any time on any of these. And it shows all the different, it'll show all the Doras from any changes. So if, let's say you ordered an XL Maverick um, back in September. Um, it'll ha show a door from when you ordered it. And then there's this price increase on the 15th. It'll show no another door where that price went up. Um, so then they would just use the first Dora and the Dora is a dealer order receipt acknowledgement form. So, um, anyway, that's, that's the easy thing right there. So, all right. That's all I got for dealer news. And I got an, is it true? We can get into an, is it true? Uh, right before I bring them on here. Cause that won't take that long. What was it? I was going to talk about. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> no, I got a rant for later. So we got a rant section. We're, that's becoming a, a norm now. After I got a, hours. Yeah, I put your sister's car seats in. I got a major rant. Ford, you got a design oh, flaw. Oh, in the Maverick? Yes. Oh, We've yes. talked about it before. But I know. I'm going to rant about it tonight. I know. Because that's it's irritating. It's one that I ranted about. Yes. When I had my Maverick. Yeah, it's it's a pain. Of course, I've never needed to use it in mine. But Although, I will say F-150 is right up there next to it with the their with their whole thing. With what? With installing car seats. Oh, okay. All right, I gotta see what my is it true was. Like, hold on a second. Like there, there is some package there. <laughs> There's some luggage to unload. All right, what's the is it in true? that topic? Oh, okay. So we're here. We're on the for is it true for this week? I'm not going to put up this the, the slide, but um, so there's a lot of people with Mavericks that are built and produced, and they're sitting at uh, the plant, and they're not getting shipped out. Um, and you know, I did send the message probably too late to the brand manager because I was curious on whether or not my theory was correct, but. Um, I do. Um, I think that what's going on is because they are ramping up production. I mean, they're almost doubling production. What are they building? Thirteen thousand now. Originally, they're building about eight thousand a month. Um, so I don't know. And may, my my thinking is is that they're building and ramping up so much, but yet the Bronco Sport is still being built at about ten thousand a month. That maybe they're having a bottleneck at the rail yard getting those shipped out. Um, mm -hmm. Is my thinking. And so they've ramped up production, but didn't think about the shipping being a problem. And I don't know, maybe that's the case. Cause I know it's taken, uh, I know we have a lot of them that they used to get built and shipped out within a week. And now it's like two or three weeks before they're being shipped out. Yeah. So if you see that happening to your order, don't freak out that, you know, there's a problem with your vehicle or something. Cause I know there's some people saying, Oh, I, uh, 
um because mine's terrain it's not getting built or mine's got this it's oh, not getting yeah. built right you've had seen a lot of <laughs> yeah. those right um uh, has anyone gotten their lariat in terrain with the black appearance package with lux yeah they're yeah they're building them it's just again yeah. there's just well some and i people. like i reply because he's just said have has anyone gotten their terrain maverick yet so i replied with yep we have one on a lot took screenshot sent it in yeah. there he's like no lariat in terrain i'm like <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're they're building them. They're building all yes. configurations. Uh, I can I can attest to that. But it is taking them longer to get shipped out of the Hermosillo plant. So anyway, all right. My guests have been patient. They've been waiting. Yes. I'm gonna. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna bring them on. Well, and so there are a lot of people asking about the whole. My vehicle's been in production for this long. Um, it's been oh, yeah. you know, taking this long. We've been seeing that as well. You know, they're in production for a little bit longer, but they might be, you know, needing a part. They realized that they ran out of a part or something, um, you know, that they didn't expect to run out of. Or maybe they had a part that was faulty, that they have to go back on the batch of parts and, you know, Sometimes. fix them all. So, well, And what you're seeing is there's statuses that, that the customer yes. sees, and it's, you know, uh, order status it's uh production and then yes. it's shipping and then it's arrived so you're only seeing the four statuses but the dealer sees within the in production different statuses like built produced released sent to body company re re returned we see all those so if yours says in production it's not really mean it's so, still being built yeah it's just it may have been already produced but not released to the shipping company yet. yeah i will say there is another factor that we are going to be seeing that may affect shipping did you see that texas closed down their borders for trains you cannot get trains in through the texas border anymore well good thing that those are coming across the arizona border <laughs> Right, but then someone was like, "Well, but they have to reroute all of that cargo." Oh, through so Arizona. Gonna, through Arizona. <laughs> oh geez. Well, there you go. That might be. There you go. That might be. The border actually just. We learned so much from our uh, Nogales <laughs> is still open. Hermosillo ships through Nogales, which is Arizona. Yes. yes. But yeah, Texas is closed down. I did not see that. So that may cause some shipping delay. And we might see more shipping delay coming from Amrocio because of that. Okay. On with our next topic. All right, I'm going to print this so I have it in front of me. <laughs> Instead of pulling it up. Oh, wait. Is that the... All right. Because we talked about that. All right. You guys ready? <laughs> so we got Allie. We got, and I actually sent one to Niles, but I know it's getting close to Niles' bedtime. Um, so I don't know if you want to come on or not. You ready? Here, let me. I'm gonna remove this. We don't need that. I'm going through our comments and removing all of the ones that are. Okay. We just answered. Oh, you know what? We're gonna need. I need to hear them. No, can't you put it through the speaker? I think. All right. Can you hear us? I can yep. hear you. Hey, there we go. can hear you. Is there a feedback though? Hopefully, there's not feedback from the mic, and the speaker. Oh, uh, we've done this before, and there's not feedback. Well, we'll find out. We did it with Niles. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Thanks, guys. Dave. Allie, no joining worries. us, we're gonna we're talking about like the year in review kind of of at some of the events. You guys did this a couple weeks ago on your live stream. For those of you that don't don't follow them, a lot of uh, actually a lot of our viewers are, are following your guys' live stream. But All Train Nation, 
streams uh, every well, not every Monday night right now, but you're just 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 probably what beginning of the year gonna start back up yeah. again. Yeah, uh, January second, I think, is when we come back. Cool. Which is that'll be our next. You tell me. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is Dave from All Train Nation. A lot of you guys already know them. I know we have a lot. You probably recognize a lot of them in our in our group here. Yeah. Uh, and Allie, of course, she's on there as well, but also works at the dealership in uh, Brighton Ford, right, in yeah. Michigan. So, yeah. yep. So. Um, yeah. So thanks for being on. Cause you, you know, we uh, saw, I did, Sarah didn't get a chance to see either one of you guys yet no. in person, <laughs> but well, no, you did. We went to Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I met there in Chicago. Yeah. 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 I about that. Yeah. And then uh, Tennessee at the uh, Bronco supercell yeah. there. And I was, uh, so. we were going to meet in Colorado and then there was yeah. all of that. And then life on. happened. <laughs> yeah. Yep. How's Maya doing? She's running laps right now. She's good. <laughs> So I'm happy to see that then the opposite. So we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. So yeah, they, uh, so they, they did talk about, um, a year in review. We were going to do this next week, but then we decided, uh, I got grandson number four coming. So we're going to do it this Aww, week. Congratulations. And, uh, we're not going to stream next week. So yeah. So yeah. day after Christmas. Yeah. So Aww. because she had, uh, they're planning it, be, uh, like at 36 weeks. Cause they, uh, she had, um, Two, she had uh, yeah. her first son had spina bifida so he had surgery in utero which is basically a c-section take baby out do the surgery put baby back yeah wow and then right. do a second c-section to Deliver have the baby. baby yeah so because of that they want to make sure there's not going to be any complications well she it. actually cannot have one no, naturally yeah, because of yeah. other circumstances that go along with that yeah so mm. anyway so that's kind of fun. Yeah. actually to be honest you were the only one that was natural the other three of your siblings were all planned, <laughs> all scheduled. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, okay. So, Will was a <laughs> you're not nice. breathing good, you need to go. <laughs> um, Theo, though, was planned and then was, came naturally. So, as Dave says, this turned into Baby Nation. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Long MacArthur deliveries over here. <laughs> there you go. We do all kinds of deliveries. Uh, <laughs> free shipping right. if you finance. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> all right. So, yes. Yeah, so, I actually have a list here. Luckily, my printer's right below me. Um, so, um, we were going to actually, I was going to go through the timeline. So, we did see you, Dave and Kelly. Uh, how's Kelly feeling? Is she doing okay? Yeah, she's she's actually a little under the weather now. So she's had back problems. Uh, it, it, you get one fixed, and then you get under the weather. So uh, I swear everyone's sick right now too. So yeah, right. we've actually had COVID kind of go through the dealership. I don't, I, I, I didn't get it. We even had it in our house. One of our kids had it. Um, like there's a basement. See, we'll bring you food. Uh, <laughs> so she had it, and we didn't get it. But Lebo got it, and you Lebo didn't get it. it. So it's it. crazy. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's going around um, again, but. Um, but yeah, so we saw you guys at, at Chicago Auto Show. How did you How did you like the auto show? Uh, that was my second time in Chicago. Um, the first time, unfortunately, was the month before all COVID broke out in twenty. So, uh, so it was uh, it was interesting. I um, auto shows are they seem to be kind of dying a little bit, and um, I'm hoping to I'm hoping now that kind of the pandemic's out of the way that we start seeing them come back. But no, that's a, that's a good one. You guys were at seem like all the auto shows this year. We hit three. Yeah. We yeah. hit the big big three. Yeah, we were gonna go to LA, but then by then we were just like eh. burnt out. <laughs> it was November. We were going to SEMA and yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah After we, SEMA, that. Yeah, we were <laughs> we we're kind of thinking this year, unless we hear Ford's going to do a reveal, we probably won't go to an auto show. Um, but this was a good year to experience and learn and find yeah. out what each auto show is about. Yeah. yeah. Chicago yeah. was, I think, probably of the three was one of the, I felt like it was one of, almost What's one of the What's a best. good one? Chicago's a good one for because the industry shuts down December. There's just nothing. Most of your management's gone pretty much the whole month of December. Um, there's not really going to be any news. I know tomorrow is a little bit of news. I can't talk about it, but there's something <laughs> fun dropping uh, past that. Like there's just nothing, nothing. So we prepare for Chicago and that, yeah, that's our first trip of 24 is Chicago. Yeah. So are you going to go this year? Oh yeah. 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 Chicago is a good one because it's kind of a truck show or it seems to be like a truck SUV. Okay. Uh, obviously they had uh, dark horse was there last year, which that was, that was big yeah. for us because we got to finally see it in person. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We got to pick out Kelly's uh, Mustang, which she didn't know at the time she was getting a Mustang. Thanks to Allie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, no. And then Jeep, you know, not that this is a Ford show, but Jeep had some yeah. fun news. So it was for, for a reporter like me, like it's, it was fun yeah. to, uh, to go to. Yeah. It kind of felt like Ford. it seems like even in Detroit, you know, they didn't really reveal anything at the show. You know, they didn't do any like some of the others do, you know, some of them will do, a you know, a presentation for media and they'll re reveal something or whatever. But Ford doesn't seem like they're doing that anymore. I don't know, because even well, in Detroit, it was separate from the actual show. It was like at a different location, yeah. you know, yeah. so a um, lot of manufacturers like to do it now on their own because they can control it better. It's cheaper. Detroit's expensive. Detroit, you know, that's the Super Bowl of, of auto shows and that's an expensive show. So. Yeah. Uh, with all the all the issues in manufacturing, especially because they knew UAW was going to ramp up too, so it was just like, oh, let's just just play it cool. Of course, Allie, Allie lives in the heart of all that, so I'm always. I jealous. love it. She sends me pictures of everything up in Detroit, and I'm just like, man, I I, I would move up there, but it's cold, and no, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it hasn't been awful this year. I mean, it's kind of been cold, but not really. All right, we're gonna move you to where you're kind of like in front of the. Oops front of the camera so we're actually looking at the camera while we're looking at you all right and so well, i'm looking at you. them at a tiny little screen it's that big <laughs> all right okay uh let's see what else you got what what other things you've gone to dave this year uh well supercell is always a big one for us we uh we love the bronco we're me and kelly are both big into off-roading so when bronco when bronco dropped it was it was our our brand preferred brand for off-roading vehicles had stopped making off-road vehicles. So we was like, Hey, we'll try uh, we didn't want to be Jeep people. So we were like, we'll try the, the Bronco. And after our first supercell, we were really hooked as far as the community was great. The, uh, the older generations, I've always loved those. And unfortunately, since the six G came out, I can't afford one of the early gens, but, right. um, but no supercells always a blast. Me and Allie, I think we've been there a couple times together. And I think last year was the first time actually we got to, hang out for any any kind of uh time we uh somehow me and Allie's past keep running into each other and then we would never get to meet yeah we would like we knew we knew of each other and like had always planned to meet and it just never worked out <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm, yeah I, I, great. 
Yeah, I think um, my wife and I were planning. We're looking forward to Tennessee. So, uh, Barb, she loves Smoky Mountains. That was just so beautiful. Uh, we we got a campsite and we just wake up and go out of our tent and there's a river in front of it with the smoky mountain. I mean, the, right behind it and yeah. it was just that was just, just so nice. fun. Like just the community is nice and just getting to mm -hmm. hang out with everyone. Like not yep. just seeing them behind a screen or on Facebook or Instagram or anything, and yep. just like fully meeting people is just it's so fun. Yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna. I'm planning to go to that. Uh, going to Tennessee this year. Yeah, you know what? I think I have. I think now uh, we've done enough uh, events and everything that I think I think I might have the wife convinced in getting a little uh, teardrop or something like that. So oh, nice! There we'll you see. go. We're gonna go to the KC Auto Show in uh, January, right after my birthday. So we're gonna <laughs> see what I can talk her into. <laughs> hey, it's birthday present, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's an expensive one. I don't know if she gives me that kind of budget. Right, uh, <laughs> trade something. Yep. Uh, but anyway. Uh, let's see what else here. We uh, last year we went to we went to New York. Did you go to do you, Dave? Did you go to New no, York? No, I, I generally skip New York because I hate New York. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, uh, it's so yeah. congested, and and I'm a country boy at heart. So a big city like Chicago is big enough for me. I don't I don't need bigger. Uh, but no, like that, and that's usually kind of a car SUV, you know, high end show. Uh, what Ford did? Ford had some fun stuff there this year, though, if I remember right. That you. They Stadia got rides in the dark horse. Yeah, we got to ride in the dark yeah. horse. Um, it wasn't as <laughs> that great. Yeah, <laughs> it was in town and like New York uh, with the with the traffic You're and everything. Traffic. They never like, oh, there's 50 yards. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I remember like, uh, talking yeah. with my buddy Joe Ratty, and yeah, he was he was excited. Of course, he does major numbers with his videos, but yeah, it was like, oh, cool, I get to experience this, and then you like literally see see Gloria's wife video and him like going to a red light. And that was the kind of the video. It's like, yeah. wow, Ford, that, that was kind of a bummer place for that one. But um, yeah, I don't you know, even remember if I even released the video that we did because it was like, oh, this is Stop, kind of go. Yeah, I think the only <laughs> valuable part of that was um, chatting with the driver and finding what finding out yeah, more the about the process yeah. of their engineers and their drivers. And what oh, all cool, yeah. that was that was fun. And then we there they actually had the the hitch assist. Yes. Um, uh, you know, where we could, where we could try that out, which, you know, that's kind of overlooked, but it was because it, it was really mm -hmm. cool. And not many people went and did that. And we did a video on that. Um, and that's, I think that's underestimated. That's a pretty cool technology. Um, if you're not very good at backup trailers, I guess if you're, if you're a pro, then eh, I won't probably mm -hmm. ever use it. Like my dad, he's got a trailer. He's like, he doesn't use, he's got the hitch assist or you know, the backup assist. He doesn't use it. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I might. I, well, when I was a kid, I was the backup assist. I was like, stand there. <laughs> there. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was Sarah's job on the boat. We had Mom a boat. I was inside taking care of gathering everything. So I was outside helping dad. Yeah, she was helping me hitch it up. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Allie, you going to Tennessee too, right? Yeah, I'll be, as long as everything's good with Maya, everything's already booked. So hopefully, hopefully we're there. I probably should book that stuff. So you should probably yeah. should. <laughs> Yeah. I want to go up a couple uh, a little earlier than we did last time, but I don't know. Um, I think well, but Barbara can't get you. Also need to, if you're gonna get something in January, you know, you gotta wait to see what kind of site you're gonna need. That's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but I, right now, I think I'm going up Tuesday or Wednesday, and I'll be there until Saturday. Okay. 
Yeah, and I think we actually left Saturday morning, so I think this time we'll probably stay th and be there Saturday morning this time. But um, I think last time we drove clear through in the night, and I want to do that again. Um, <laughs> but um, we'll see if I can get left earlier on Tuesday and get partway. Um, but it won't be so bad. But now that I can do live stream stuff or move the live stream to another day. Yeah, I think we've learned this year that we can move it around. It doesn't have to be. You know, the same day and doesn't have to be every week either. You know, people can can people, be pre-recorded. People can too. figure out and yeah, pre-recorded. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not really a live stream if you re-record it. But anyway, um, if you guys ever been to the uh, Ford Nationals, Sarah and I went to that this year. And I keep, getting I keep getting invited to it. And for some reason, I've just never I, it, I think it used to be a scheduling conflict for me. Mm. Uh, but it's, no, it, it looks fun. I. I know our, our buddies over at Driven Wild Outdoors, they they were there and just getting to see what the Ranger Raptor was there this year and some mm -hmm. Rangers. Yeah. And, but just getting I, to see all the classics and stuff. No, that yeah. I, And it's not that far away from me, so it wouldn't be a hard trip for us to go. But usually there's a press trip or something. There's always something that nails me from uh, getting to do all the fun events. <laughs> yeah, this and, um, is it's always right around the 1st of uh, June. Yeah. So yeah. it's right after like Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. weekend um and yeah we went last year we we enjoyed it but we had the maverick community kind of asked uh like they maverick were like Truck you Club. need to come down there were what, how many mavericks were there like 30 or something 30 wow yeah, so, that's so fun yeah i think at the end of it, it was like 35 yeah so we did like interviews and then that, that was really fun i actually mm -hmm. kind of getting into that now i i enjoy talking to the to the owners of broncos mavericks and mm -hmm. kind of in that i'd like to i like interviewing them and, and see how how, is, how has that been for you because you've been kind of stuck in the dealership per se you started this you know just as a dealer focused th deal and now you're kind of you're i know you're the man of maverick like you're kind of like <laughs> yeah. people people love tuning into this and and you know getting what do you think or, or you know obviously you guys do the, the all the delivery dates stuff like that build dates but how is it for you guys now that you go to this and people know you? Cause I know I, I get more attention now before I was a traveling musician and being slightly known, but um, now I get more attention from Ford products. It seems like, and people coming up to us and saying, hi, I know Allie's Allie's the same way. People know it's, her dog more than, so than anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like I even, it was hilarious. I had a guy actually message me on Instagram today and we ended up sending one of our chassis to Kentucky to get upfit for commercial. And he was looking at the invoice and he's like, Brighton Ford. He's like, I know this place and looked up my Instagram. He's like, Oh yeah, it's Allie's page or like at Supercell last year. So, or when was my first year? Uh, two years ago. Like I brought my mom and my dog. My mom basically was there to watch Maya so I could kind of do my thing. Yeah. And more people knew my dog and my mom's like looking like, how the hell are you like known and stuff like that? I'm just like, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's still weird when people come up to you and like, they know you or like, you know, they're Bronco. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or like their username, but like, you don't know them. Yeah. We, um, like here, I have people come up and go, Hey, and I'm like, hi, how are you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because we do actually have a lot of people that are um, doing delivery and wanting to come here so they can meet me and do deliveries yeah. and they'll drive awesome. home. We, so uh, for us, it's it's almost normal uh, to get recognized. Um, as long as I'm not wearing yeah. my hat. So like uh, when I went to yeah. Tennessee, I wore my hat and I don't I wear didn't it recognize you when you walked up to yeah. the Bronco Nation. So it's, I, it's like um, that 
Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. The glasses. He just wears a hat. Well, I was. I think when I realized it, when I, I was in, I was in Dave and Kelly's booth, and there was somebody right there, and he goes, "Well, that's the Ford video guy right there." And he's like, "What?" And he looked, and he goes, "Oh, I didn't recognize you." And I was like, "That's when it hit me." I was like, "Oh." It makes you realize okay. that why uh, Kent actually got away with that because it, it's plausible. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm so like funny. that. I'm like, but okay. like, Lebo says it weird. It was weird because we were in Carlisle and we were wandering around and stuff and people like because he wasn't really interacting with the maverick truck club but we were wandering around looking at cars and some of the maverick truck club people came up and were talking to will and theo and he's just like <laughs> who are these people like, oh, hey guys. <laughs> you know they're they're familiar with my kids right so, um, yeah i know? have it's funny i have it around here i mean not actually i think more people at other places like those events at Bronco and Maverick that people recognize me more than they do locally because mm -hmm. they don't not everybody around here watches the channel because they just come to the dealership because yeah. we're you know yeah um, but I'll go one year we went to the fair or was it last year or something and I every time I wasn't with Barbara I went off to go get food or something and somebody's like so what hey you're uh, for you're the guy on the YouTube channel and uh, yeah yeah so he, they'd ask me questions and everything I'd come back I said hey I met a fan you know and they're like yeah whatever and then <laughs> and then I'd go do it again go get more food hey I, somebody over there was asking me about you know we're not gonna make an electric Maverick and <laughs> she's like well the, you know the, the weird thing is when you kind of catch somebody out of your profile and you can see they're sort of staring at you like. I know them. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. that happened in Colorado where they'd be like, I know you. How do I know you? And then we would like swap places and they're like, oh, yeah. Because when we were at the what? other place we recorded, we were in the other, we were in other spots. And yep. So that's how Brian and Kelly or Brian and Melissa, that's how that kind of happened was we were talking to Brian and he was like, you guys. Look and, I, and so I went around and went around to the other side of him and he goes, yes that's so <laughs> like, funny so yeah which that was that was and fun. i think like the the live stream right before that i was like hey we should switch places to mess with people <laughs> so now we are opposite than we, than we used to be but anyway um so that was a fun event what fun events uh ali you've been to the dream cruise right is that yeah woodward? yeah so, so i did woodward with bronco nation and they were here for three days and from the Paquette plant to off-roading where that's where we had Brian and Melissa, which that was so fun. Um, and just going to Ford archives, like it was just a jam packed weekend and it was a blast. Like if you have a Bronco and you're not part of Bronco nation, you really need to join because you get to do just the coolest stuff. Yeah. I, although I, right now I saw they're doing, um, they're doing the king of the hammers and i'm like i know oh, i, I want to go. go so bad and i'm just like if i did i'd fly in and i'd have to see i know brian would probably offer to pick me up but i'm just like well, the I worst thing for hammers is there's no easy way to fly in there so you fly yeah, that's in. What i was trying travel. to figure out today because i would have to fly in and yeah. do that yeah it pretty, pretty much if i win it'd be well, just me well but, and you had talked about taking jeff yeah well you end up going to off rodeo but um yeah, yeah so Yep. Let's see what else. What, else, well, what Tim, other events you guys went to this year? Well, Tim, I, you have to you have to get to Woodward though. I uh, I, 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 the first one I did was by accident. <laughs> I, I I didn't really because because I mean I I like Ford products, but I've never been like a Ford fanboy per se. And I was flown up to uh, to get a first edition. They were like, "Here's a first edition for a week or a weekend." 
have fun with it, uh, Bronco. And I just kind of, and Kelly's from Detroit and she's like, oh, this is Woodward weekend. I was like, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, it's a big car show. And I was like, well, that'd be fun. What's well, a big car show here? And she's like, it's like literally across Detroit, like <laughs> one side of Detroit, basically to the next. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no way. And the having that Bronco that first year at Woodward was crazy because we didn't have a top on it. We didn't have any doors on it. And we were going down one of the highways M something. I don't know. And like Ford, you could see Ford, uh, uh, employees would come up drive there was a raptor come flying up next to me man I'm, I'm doing 75 mile an hour we're just enjoying this truck and dude's just pumping his arm just like like <laughs> honking the horn and just just having fun but ford goes like crazy at woodward they they we really own woodward um sorry gm sorry ram everybody else that's the thing they don't have as big as a presence as ford does i mean they have several blocks blocked off just for ford groups and car clubs and things nine miles nine miles where they yeah intersection there yeah so it's so so fun is it so it's other it's not just ford it's so it's Mm -hmm. other manufacturers and everything yeah i gotta go have a celebration at the end of the year for for everybody that's you know because Allie knows by the end of august you're basically putting all your outside toys away and yeah a lot of the classic (laughs) cars people don't want them you know they're putting them back in their garage for the for the winter and that so it's kind of that last hurrah of like cruising and having fun yeah. and you'll see everything there i mean from low riders to uh the cars that bounce to like american modern muscle. i saw what it was like any, like you see you see a couch going down on wheels <laughs> like you literally see like the trashiest stuff and like the most like elegant say it's literally yeah. insane yeah well we'll see we'll see what's going on i know that bronco nation struggle a little but we'll see uh hopefully they're there and we'll get yeah, I think they will be. I had talked to them. I'm pretty sure Woodward is definitely just like a must for them. Is and it? I think that's because of Ford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I do know that I think they're planning to be at Tennessee. Melissa was telling me that she's mm-hmm. on the schedule for Tennessee. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, but that'll be a lot of fun. So let's see what else. Uh, of course, we have our Maverick meetup. That's not a big event yet. <laughs> But we want it to be. Yeah, we want it to be for Maverick people. Um, so we had a well, a lot of our attendees this last year were people that had deliveries coming in, and then they held out and came and we picked them up, and then they picked up their Maverick and went to the event. So, um, so we had about thirty Mavericks there, I think, this last year, mm-hmm. um, which is Although, fun. I think ten of those were surprise. Yeah, some of them were from out of town. It's somebody from Colorado, but um, anyway, we're, we. You know, not like it's going to be a Bronco Supercell or anything, but uh, I think this year we're going to try to plan like a like they do, like taking a cruise. Now we're going to do off road with the Mavericks, but we're going to do like a destination drive or something. And we're going to mm-hmm. not like Kansas is real fun, but we do have some cool some cool places here, historic places. So we might just take a, a cruise out there and and do that on the Friday and then have the event Saturday. So we'll see. Yeah, well, that's so yeah. I, I hate to yeah. say, Tim, I dodge your state any chance. If I have to drive across America, I'm dodging that state. I will yeah, tell but you. Now you have to go say hi to him. Hey, yeah. but no, we, that's the we'll one stop. Kansas is halfway. He let you go 75 here. <laughs> yeah, although Utah likes to go 80. That was really nice. Um, <laughs> and the Bronco handled just fine at 85. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's like my everyday driving with here top. with the claw top. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, we're gonna try to do that i mean like here it's like oh we're, we're gonna do a schedule you know a couple of hours you know for a show and that kind of stuff i said 
you're going to have people come from all over the country, you, you got to do a, a couple day event. So we're going to, even yeah. if they're not up for it, we're going to try to, to do uh, at least a drive the day before. And our members meet us, meet up with us. Uh, can you hear us, Niles? Yeah, I can. How are you guys? All right. Hey. Um, so our members do try to meet up with us. Uh, we do a member meetup the uh, dinner the night before that. So Friday mm -hmm. night. And that's, a, that's usually yeah. a blast too. But. Oh man. Speedy world's dodging my state, man. Come on. I'm from Ohio, bro. <laughs> no, yeah. Now, I will say everyone when, dodges Ohio. Let's be honest. <laughs> I will say I was going to Utah and I'm like, I want to see, hopefully this isn't too bad of a trip, but I do. I cannot wait until I'm out of Kansas. So I, I'm the same Ooh. way. And it's how did you how did you like that drive? I'm assuming you went Denver's what 70 across. Yeah, from Denver yeah. all the way to Moab is that's the best drive I've ever done. I always can never wait to I'll fly into Denver. Somebody will throw me keys to a car and, and they'll be like, hey, just take it. And yep. you go through four seasons <laughs> really quickly. <Yeah. laughs> um, yeah. Snow of Denver kind of uh, spring of uh, Grand Junction and then well you guys are now in Moab there so that was probably a little chilly for you but but it's that's the most beautiful drive actually, actually Moab wasn't that bad I mean like they say they get snow but it's only on the the and the then it, it, like on the top of the peaks and then it melts mm -hmm. everywhere else so they I'm like I can handle Moab I agree with because <laughs> it looks beautiful and everything um, but um, <laughs> yeah yeah I would say we went through Iowa and we'll talk about Wisconsin here in a second because Niles well, went with us Wisconsin. I drove all the way to Pennsylvania through yes, Ohio and Iowa and all of those. So yeah. Ooh, Indiana yeah. is awesome too. But I do. <laughs> For me, it was like just get me to Denver. And then from there, I think it'll be cool because you know, getting from there, you get all the ski places, which I used to visit as a kid mm -hmm. and all that, going through those places. Now we did have a snowstorm, which uh I didn't have my goat mode and slippery and <laughs> I kind of Almost had a little accident there, but uh, we, we were all right. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. Um, did you, but, were you able to stop and see anything in Colorado as far as like, did you stop at Red Rocks or any of the kind of fun places? We really didn't because we knew that by the time we were going to get in Moab, it was going to be dark. Mm -hmm. And so we were just like, we just drove straight through in a sense. Yeah. Um, it was what, five, five and a half hour drive, I believe. Yeah. And for like, for us, it's 12 hour drive from Can from Salina to Moab. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, it's like basically Denver's about halfway, six hours. Mm -hmm. So well, I, I remember I left Nashville at noon to drive to Denver and we did it in one trip. And I remember Kansas was, man, I, and I love like Topeka and all that area. I'd like to explore that area. But as far as just the highway, I was just <laughs> like, get me out of here. Like, and then we, I think I told you this once, Tim, we, um, we were driving through, uh, was, oh, so it was on kind of the Colorado side of Kansas. And all of a sudden it was like, three or four in the morning i was seeing these strobing lights going across kansas and i'm like there's no cell service so you, you know you're like am i hallucinating because i've been up all day and night and then <laughs> once i found cell service they're like oh yeah that's just the all the wind towers or yeah, the wind those are our stuff. wind turbines they get pretty yeah. windy at night now, now, they're, now they just light up red and now yeah. there's they're all across the horizon so yeah. okay. everywhere you can see it gets just... kind of freaky but yeah, I, especially when you that's how up, we do energy around here. Yeah, well, you've been up for 24 hours driving. And yeah, no, it's real freaky. You're like, am I hallucinating? See, yeah. and I love Kansas driving. Like going from Kansas City to here, I absolutely love it. It's know. you know, you look or as you're driving, you're looking at the horizon at what there is around you. And but it's just straight. There's like no curves. And <laughs> it's yeah. like well, at least I in Colorado, it's like, oh, I gotta go slow down because there's like I'm pretty like, sure I saw the sunset and rise going through Kansas. <laughs> 
it's not yeah. that long. <laughs> <laughs> it felt it. Just, uh, it's about just four hours think, no, to the Colorado border. <laughs> and then there's, you know, I mean, you could. Uh, on like a winter day, you could. It's 250, it's, I'll say this, 250 miles from the Colorado border to here. And we're halfway across the state. So. It was How November when I, I did it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah, that that would be why. Yeah. You can definitely see the sunrise and go. set in that time. <laughs> Probably. All right. Let's see what else. Uh, we actually went to Wisconsin Supercell. Uh, being in Kansas was kind of nice because I could hit. We could hit Tennessee, Wisconsin, and Colorado. Yeah. Um, Niles, you went to you went to Wisconsin with uh, Derek, one of our sales associates. Yeah. Specialist, I should say. That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. There's a lot of there's some trails on there that. Uh, if it was me and my Bronco, I don't know that we would have uh, gone down that adventure. Your Bronco Sport. Yeah. So they yeah, uh, we have a Bronco Sport. Yeah, they had one trail ride there. They had a lot of destination drives, but one trail ride, and it was in private property, somebody publicly or privately owned property, I should say, that they just made trails like two weeks prior to, and so a lot of stumps <laughs> and that kind of stuff, and a lot of like narrow, like we had to move mirrors in. Right. <laughs> I got a video of you moving your mirror in front of us. Um, but they, I don't know what they rated that. They, did they say they rated that trail? It wasn't. Man, a, look, they said I think, that there's going to be like, they had three lines lined up for whenever we got like up with all the Broncos there and there's an, a beginner intermediate and expert. Well, so we all made the, the rash assumption that there was going to be three different trails. No, they no. had more trail guides for the beginners, and they just sent us all down the same trail. <laughs> it was just—it was just the total like. Oh no! It was crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. It wasn't put on Bronco Nation. Wasn't there? So it wasn't put on those on them. But yeah, we went down some stuff, and they're like, "Oh, and the, the trail guides were good." And they're like, great, "We're going to get you through guides. everything." Yes, great guides. Yeah, they were, and they did get us through everything. I just listened to them and did what they said, and uh, I came back with no damage. Um, but I had a couple. I know that Barb, there's a, the very first we start going off, and we're going up this, and the first person goes up, and it's a muddy trail going up this hill, and they didn't keep on the the, the gas pedal, and they started going sideways a little, and so they're oh, like no. they had to back and back down, and that's where my wife's like. She was on the phone with her mom, and she's like, um, I got to go. We're about ready to go up this big hill. <laughs> I might be walking. Um, but, you know, we uh, that was the first one because the one we went, uh, Allie, you was with us in Tennessee. We went to the Bays Mountain. That was like, yeah, that was pretty easy. Um, but this was like. I think like, that was definitely a little bit unique. Yeah. Of like how, so it was like a couple who had this in their backyard that like yeah. threw it on. I mean, it was, I mean, it was cool. Wisconsin I mean, was, was kind of the same way. Yeah, some of them were. Oh, did you see the one that went down the hill the wrong way? Oh, yeah. And then they turned over. They rolled yeah. over. Yeah. So we had one Bronco do that because they decided to veer off and go on their own. And it wasn't even a marked trail. It was just they went down this hill and it was. Yeah, that was bad. But yeah, yeah it was fun. I mean, I hope they do something like that in Tennessee again. But uh, after going to Moab, I'm ready for Windrock. So I was going to say, you've really stepped it up this year. Too. Yeah. Um, so Moa, I mean, Melissa and, and uh, Brian took us on, uh, we went on another trail the second day with them and um, we went on seven mile rim. And oh, you guys, this trip looks like so much fun. A lot of stair steps and such. Did you I do learned. the horseshoe at the end? Um, we did. Um, we did the wipeout hill. I think seven mile has, has like a horseshoe where you're just like um, yeah. you drive up and back down, but you're sideways when you do it. Oh, Eileen. 
We did Maybe Eileen. That's what it's called. Yeah, but actually, Barb drove Eileen. So nice. yeah, so she drove. Uh, we had Jeff, my son, actually drove too. So after doing off rodeo, I think that was a comfort level that Barbara needed, and and realizing that behind the wheel is not near as bad as it is in the passenger seat sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, when she was behind the wheel, I was like, because there was even a spot where when we were coming up to Eileen, and I saw it, I saw where the road, the tire marks were at, and I'm like, oh gosh, because she is she doesn't like edges. Mm-hmm. and ledges and uh and stuff like she won't go over any bridge that she that she can see through uh forget it um but so i was like i saw that coming up and i was scared for her i was like uh we'll see how this goes and uh she mastered that she went through it she didn't worry about it and i think because she's driving it was a lot easier but and then went through what was it called burnt toast where you have very little clearance like mm-hmm. i don't think a raptor could get through there is it, I, is it at the end you come out and you kind of go through some sandy torrent dunes for yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, where yep. you just kind of bomb it and just yeah yeah. So we um we broke off of that because of time, and we went and got went down Wipeout Hill, and then came out. Technically, that's Wipeout Loop, mm-hmm. and uh, so that we could get done by like three thirty, so we could get back, start heading back to the Grand Junction. So we didn't do the whole actual rim, but yeah. we did the first half and did what? Actually, we went down Wipeout Hill and then went back up and went back down. <laughs> Well, you'll be like, hell, you'll be ready for hell's revenge now where you can just go <laughs> up the crack <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> so uh but if yeah. melissa's there i would trust her if she mm-hmm. says i can do it i trust her but i did that and she's like yeah we take the off-roading people up this all the time i said well i don't feel like i did anything that special then and she's like yeah but we always have front lockers for them and you don't have a front locker you yeah. end up without it so um that was that made me feel a little bit better <laughs> so how do you think that's going to help you sell the vehicles do you feel like now that you're getting more comfortable with it do you understand that vehicle a lot better and and able yeah. to oh, yeah. to confidently talk about it more mm-hmm. oh yeah and i'm tough and i'll always encourage somebody to get a real at least a real locker if they're i i don't it doesn't matter to me i don't feel like any trim get whatever trim level you want because they all you can add if you can add sasquatch if you want but you can also add that rear locker and mm-hmm. you know like there was the trail we were on with melissa we went up and she's like okay put your front locker on i says i don't have a front locker she goes oh back up and so just she just had me take another route to go around and so, you know, it's just like I did all the stuff and there's a couple of spots that maybe a front locker would have been easier, but I could still get through it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not necessarily even up that big hill, you know, I mean, 32 degree, <laughs> you know, incline there. And I got up it with just the, the, the rear locker as long as you just keep it moving. And yeah. so, so, I, you know, I'll definitely encourage people, even if they don't think they're going to do it, because it was off rodeo that got me to wanting to do some off road stuff. That's the, that's the thing I wish most people would like get. Dave, I kind of know <laughs> your feelings on off rodeo. <laughs> but like for me, it was so Tim and I were able to go to dealer preview. I yeah. didn't meet you there, but all no. dealers have the chance to go to this. And I wasn't taking my Bronco until I went to off rodeo and fell in love with this thing. And mm-hmm. it's like it builds so much confidence and it definitely helps me sell them. Yeah, because like I know what the heck I'm talking about now. Yeah, and Allie, I I'm just uh, my thing with off rodeo is I'm oh, I've offered it for thirty yeah. years now, so it's like trying to teach an old dog new trick. If you're new to this and you just bought your Bronco, I one hundred percent say go go to it. And of course, Tim, I got to go to the uh, Raptor off rodeo this year, which was a whole lot of fun. I went to Nevada location. Mm-hmm. And we got to ride in a Raptor, but we didn't get to do the whole thing like you did. I was a little, actually, I was a little peeved. I well, thought see, I was going to go 
thing. <laughs> I'm not big on Raptors. I, I've just always been like, eh, they're big, they're wide. For yeah. my needs, they're I don't it's like I don't see the point of this till I was out west with one. And when you can high speed yeah. through <laughs> big rocks, and when yeah. I mean big rocks, I'm talking like baseball, softball size rocks yeah. that you're just I, I looked down and I was 65 mile an hour going through the desert like that, and I was like, doesn't feel like it. I'm like, okay, if I especially if I lived out there. A raptor all day long and it, yeah. it did make a believer out of me there although i gotta say in colorado when we were on the trails every time someone was having a problem it was a raptor because uh some of those trails were a little narrower yeah so oh, you're well, but like, besides you're gonna... that they would also take the little extra loop off to the side off on the side trail and get stuck or be doing something and <laughs> no you don't play that <laughs> <laughs> i can but, see uh, that though because you just paid basically a hundred thousand dollars you're like i don't know that i want to go tear that up <laughs> yeah, yeah the guys we were with they were not afraid to do that no nope. in fact nice. it yeah. seems like the goal yeah definitely next year i'm really trying to go to colorado it was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. we, so we, you know, like my Bronco, I knew I was going to put 35s on it. So I did. So I have a little clearance. And so when they said Sasquatch trails, I was like, cause of clearance or because of, you know, the height or what do you need? You know? And she, cause I thought maybe it's a front locker. It was like yeah. more for clearance. So I added the bash plates and I will say we went to Colorado and I, I got a lot of spots in that, those bash plates where I was hitting some rocks. Um, but then we added thanks to Niles and aftermarket, we added the, <laughs> um the shocks so i got a two inch lift now on it and we went Very to moab nice. i mean did you do the Ford ones huh did i did the, the rough country okay the vertex uh with the reservoir and everything so okay. i was like i took that down to three on the trail moab and no touching i mean like we didn't even come i didn't feel like i even i was like we're gonna go right over that so <laughs> having that extra first, clearance is nice <laughs> i think the first time i talked to you tim privately I, you were like i don't know if i'm gonna keep the bronco or not and like now i just feel like that's a part of your family like the bronco oh, yeah. not going anywhere oh yeah um barbara won't let me sell it no it was funny <laughs> i had borrowed a car when was it like a week ago or two weeks ago or something Cause I was moving some stuff that I just, I didn't want to take three trips with the Bronco. So I borrowed an F-150 and I'm like sitting in the parking lot. And like one of the sales girls came over to me and like knocked on the window and she goes, you didn't get rid of your Bronco. Did you? I'm like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that's now a yeah. part of who I am. <laughs> well, I always said if I got a 21, I was going to keep it because it was the first year of the sixth See, gen. That's so where I'm torn. Cause I kind of want to keep mine. Yeah. But I also hit 49,000 miles today. So I'm like, I kind of want to start yeah. thinking of my next one, but we'll see. I'm only at 14, but for like, for like, for like of everyone who has low miles. On there. Well, like the, for the first year, we, I mean, it was just like, we didn't drive it much, you know, it was just like the weekend vehicle or whatever. Yeah. You know, cause we do, I do drove have the a, lightning. Yeah. I drove the lightning for a long time and, uh, with uh, no gas, by the way, um, <laughs> but which was fine. But, um, no, I mean, but yeah, the Bronco is it's staying and I keep I've added so many things to that. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting rid of that. Yeah, and we just switched out the bumper. Uh, I've already decided 2024. I'm getting a winch on it. I nice. mean, very so, nice. Congrats. I mean, I just thought, you know what? If I am stuck someplace, there are going to be some places where I won't have enough room length for just the rope. You know, it probably will. The winch will just be a lot easier. Nas so. is over there. Keep bringing it back. Oh, yeah. He gets all the business over there. I just keep getting four pass points and I'll be all right. That's why, right? I have the, that's why I have the credit card. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I have the credit card. I just got tires. I just got my two hundred and my two hundred dollars from tires. So, 
Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, just either pay that one off, yeah. buy a second one. Well, I have decided I don't know if I'm going to go with the Ford Performance winch because they want like $2,600 for that. But you could just get uh, a winch cheaper than that. Smitty built. Get the, in my opinion, you get a Smitty built the H2O series. They're high. It's made to be outdoors. It's it's $700 maybe and save a lot of money. Yeah, it's a great great winch. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've used those. I've used. I, I'm not big on four wheel parts parts but their winches either that or the badlands from harbor freight i hate to say I was harbor freight, too, but yeah the badlands is a very good winch yeah yeah i saw tough to beat at that price yeah yeah anyway um but we wouldn't come here talk about winch nation but what time period is this <laughs> winch nation geez so I know for us, like when we go to these events, especially like the Bronco ones that we want to drive there, we want to, you know, drive around, hit the trails and everything else. That's what makes it hard. Cause like there's some of those like in color or in California and even Nevada, it's like, that's a long drive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the furthest you guys drive to go to event? <laughs> that's the thing. I hit just over nine hours for Tennessee. So it was See, 14 for us. We went 22 for Carlisle. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's a haul for you guys and there's no with, real easy way with kids, with kids. a yeah, three-year-old no. and a one-year-old <laughs> i don't know how they did it there's so no for us especially that three-year-old <laughs> like, and even for like colorado like for me it's getting the time off work because yeah. it, it's two so it's 24 hours and i can't do that drive by myself yeah. Yeah. So for that one I'm, I'm gonna have to fly which sucks is like i want to bring my bronco out there to get the content to get the photos like yeah because i've seen the trails and they're epic and i'm like i just yep. i can't yeah. take a full week off work. yeah i gotta look let's that. see dream cruise is that in july usually august august, uh, august i can tell you when it like is like the third weekend of august or something oh, okay um yeah see that's difficult like uh i know i think Marvel it's august ago, 16th and 17th yeah, see, that was one thing uh, that for Colorado is Barbara couldn't go to Colorado because uh, it's, it's within, within the first first month of school and she's a teacher, so they can't take oh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so Sarah went and, um, yeah, so now I got like two kids that went off-road. Yeah. She went on, she rode one of the trails by herself. She didn't let me. Next time we're going to switch. Well, I'm, no. I'm going to drive the whole trail. Yes. <laughs> if it is my day to drive, I am driving. I was going to say, I want to ride with Sarah. <laughs> we uh, So when we went to Moab. Although, I will say, the days that he was driving, I got all the content. On the days that I was that I was driving, I got, like, no content. So, <laughs> way to yeah. go, Tim. Let's do half days. We'll split it half and half. That was my problem when I ran an off-road event here in Tennessee. Uh, I was always trail leading, so I was either spotting people through stuff or, like, there was never a picture of me actually doing anything other than, you know, you'd see me up my hands up in the air or something. That was the well, picture. even when you and Kelly came to Michigan, I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, getting, like, 60 Broncos at least, like, all yeah. figured out of, like, what to do, so... Yeah, that would be a good one for you to go to. Is one of the uh, club Michigan club meets, Tim. Um, They're at nice. Hollyoaks Off Road Park. <laughs> what you've experienced in Moab blows Hollyoaks away, but you're surrounded. Uh, literally, I think it was a hundred that time we were up there, Allie. Yeah, the time up. that you came up, we had that was our record event, and we had like a hundred and seventeen, I think. Wow. Um, yeah. 
They would so, love you up there, Tim. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, and like it's fun because that's one of the things I love about living in Michigan. Ford comes to all of our events. Like we just did a simple like Christmas light thing. We had three of them in Broncos and they didn't even announce themselves. They're like, we're just here to look. We're just here to talk to people. And like they didn't want to be known of like yeah. their job roles and stuff. But it was really cool to have them there. Yeah. So so we got Niles is a he's a, a drone. You have the drone license and everything, whatever. Oh, very cool. he's, he's gonna he might end up coming to Colorado with us this year. We'll see if we can get I will, Are we going to have room in the Bronco for all of us? We might have to take two Broncos. Niles, you want to buy a Bronco? <sighs> want to title just your name or yours? Don't, your Tim, don't say that too loud. My wife is right next to me. Please don't <laughs> say that. Bronco. 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 Bronco can drive down your dirt road. Bronco. Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You can keep playing. Hey, I think you've had you that truck a, long what? enough. I think it's time to switch it up. Hey, they have a Bronco Sport. They do have a Bronco with a sport. lift. With a lift, right? I, we have All right, we'll see ya. Okay, I'm not going to lie. People do need to realize how capable Bronco Sports are. Yes. I will say there was one in Tennessee that went to that off-road park that I was more impressed with that one than some of the bigger Broncos. I'm like, yep. they okay. were doing more for the brand than the actual Broncos. Okay, <laughs> so that couple was in Wisconsin. Oh, you remember really? that, Niles? And yeah. so, okay, so the red Bronco Sport, right? Yes. Yeah. And um, so we were on this this trail, and there's a certain hill you had to go up, and then you're gonna wheel lift on it, and um, pretty much um, Niles rode with Derek. He doesn't have a rear locker because he hasn't planned on taking his off road. So he says, well, I'm going to do it. But I thought it was going to be an easy trail, which that was kind of my fault. Um, but um, <laughs> he, he couldn't get up the hill with his rear lock without a rear locker. He couldn't get up and over it. Um, but so we waited down the bottom and they said, well, this other section, if you don't have a rear locker, you're probably not going to get through it. And we just watched a Bronco sport just come right out of that. <laughs> so they yeah. rode with that us. Amazing. So their Bronco without a rear locker, right? Couldn't get yeah. through yeah, it's, they're capable. Yeah. So, and they oh, have yeah. you have a Badlands, right? Or is it a yes. big bin? Badlands. Badlands. Okay. There you like go. It. Team but Badlands. I, I think I have to go to Colorado again because you know Brian and Melissa expect me to be mid gunner. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, Sarah right I need that. you to, I'm go a, to Colorado Sarah just again because I need to meet you. <laughs> All right, Dave, you got to come out too. <laughs> yep. Well, my my goal is to be there. Like I said, for what I do in the auto industry, it's just like, as soon as I plant, I tr well, I tried to be in Moab two years ago and, and my son broke his arm and all this, my mom had these health issues and it's like anytime, I don't even plan anything. I, I told a buddy, I was like, this year, I was like, I plan on doing Bronco Safari, but I'm not really telling people because as soon as I announce it really officially, it'll never happen. So yeah. for me, yeah, I want to, I Oh man, I want to be at everything. Trust me. Like Johnson Valley, I want to go out there. I want to see King of Hammers. Uh, I've never covered King of Hammers, and I've, I've had invitations after invitations. I was, and... I'm contemplating so bad going to KOH because, like, I know Bronco Nation just launched their stuff today, but I'm like, I really want to go. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I've been out yeah. in the desert out there. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. So, um, 
All right. You guys didn't go to Wisconsin. Niles, uh, we're like talking. You're not talking much here. So what, what did you? I, I don't go to events. I'm sorry. Yeah. What did you go? Um, you went to Wisconsin, though. Was, uh, yeah, you kind of went to Wisconsin. You and I also went to Roush. Yes, oh, yeah. we did go see. Yeah, we went to the Roush factory. Plant. Yeah, the plant. Yeah. Oh, that, that sounds awesome. Cool. And yeah. it was really cool is how much that they actually like do outside of just the Roush products. As, as well, what, what was kind of funny was like, so they're walking us around, showing us the production line of the Super Duty, the Ranger, the Mustang, the F-150, like super clean facility. I mean, polished floors, like the whole place is just immaculate. But what was hilarious was there's so many white curtains. There's so many blocked off rooms like, oh, yeah, you guys can't go in here. You can't go in there. And then we go into this one completely different building. They want to show us the machine where they put the vehicle like on like it like shakes it. They basically tried to get us to turn our phones in to like before we walk in the building. Yeah, I can see that. So I'm just a- sitting here thinking, like, as, from for what the public knows of Roush performance versus what they actually do, we only see 10% of what Roush actually is. Yeah. So it's just ins- it was it was mind blowing to see. You yeah. know, we sell superchargers all the time, but they're way more capable well, than that. And isn't it no. Roush that makes the the GT engine? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. The 5.2. Yeah. I probably knows that better than I do. Um, I know I, these superchargers. Uh, Tim keeps bugging me about that for my Mustang. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're the, one of the top th- five dealers in uh, superchargers in the country. So uh, yeah, but it's that, what one. is it? Eight grand or so? <laughs> yeah, eight grand to put yeah. one in. Uh, yeah, parts are yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have enough Ford points for that. <laughs> yeah, it is quite a few Ford points, but yeah. it, man, boy, howdy, does it wake it up? It's a, it's a rowdy unit after that. Yeah, I think it's rowdy now, man. That Tim, that was one of my favorite trips of the year. Was was in in not for Allie because we probably gave her a gray hair over there because I kept bugging her, but like for us picking up our Mustang and right after that, Tim's like, yeah, you know the supercharger's coming for this thing, and I'm like, oh, don't tell me this <laughs> stuff. Like, why? Like, <laughs> Y'all ever make it out to Long Mag? Just let a guy know I'm in the aftermarket office. I'll uh, we'll find out a supercharger real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh. So, what did you think of, of Wisconsin? You you didn't, awesome. to, you didn't go to Tennessee or Colorado, but you really liked Wisconsin. No. Wisconsin was a lot of fun. Tennessee is something you should definitely try to go to. I think that when we decide to eventually get a Bronco, um, (laughs) give me a minute. Um, You're going to see a shoe flying across the room soon. It's like, man, like what if a guy was trying to get something for Christmas or a birthday, you know, like (laughs) Bronco's hard to pull off. Right. Um, (laughs) No, Wisconsin was a lot of fun. It was actually really eye opening to me because I saw a lot of accessories and I talked to a lot of people with a lot of different uses and, and, you know, objectives for their vehicles. So to actually go and put it, to use to a point where I personally wanted to tap out. If Derek wasn't driving, he would have had to get in my, my driver's seat to go and do some of those trails. The fact that a vehicle is that capable is wow. You know what I mean? Crazy how well they did with that. Yeah, Yeah. it is. I mean, you know me, Tim, I'm an F-150 guy. I'm, I'm on my third one since I started at the dealership and it's, yeah, it's bad. I love the F one fifty, and so like 
I think that is like the peak pinnacle of capability when it comes to a vehicle four by four, you know, and to see a Bronco do what it does. And then to see the Bronco sport get down like that, I, it, it, it put respect for me, for me towards SUVs and I, that I didn't have before. I'm, I'm the same way because I had six F-150s before my Bronco. And, yeah. like, I do miss my F-150 from time to time, but, like, I do not see myself getting out of Bronco. Yeah. Yeah, it's it'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. So, I will say I do have a Maverick. I'm a Maverick owner. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I got a Maverick trimmer, and I'll say that thing, it, it I don't know, it's geared differently. Then I, I need to get in an EcoBoost like FX4, but <clears throat> man, that thing, we actually have somebody, one of our members. He actually that, just commented. Yeah, he races those. Yeah, he said, like, can't wait to race the Bronco against my trimmer at a rallycross. 9.4 inches of clearance is adequate, and the diff uh, is perfect for mud, sand, and gravel courses. Slow crawling over rocky terrain, no thanks. Yeah, he, he's won, <laughs> what, five? I don't, probably more field. than that. He's won a bunch with that, with the Maverick trimmer. Mm-hmm. And rally cross and we even went to the no, national. No, we just sold ours today. Um, but yeah, whew. well, we have one in stock. <laughs> just became available. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I mean, it's crazy because I, I got one. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to get one, I'm going to get like a trimmer because I want the off-road one, and I might even put a lift on it a little bit because I know that um, RTR has a lift for them. Um, but that thing. I don't know. It just hauls. I mean, I can come out of the dealership and take off, and I'm up to forty like that. I mean, oh, it's, I love mine. <laughs> That's it's the a, thing. They are, they are definitely underestimated. Uh, they're they're cool little trucks, but they're, they're light, and so I mean, it's you can whip that thing around quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's got snappier than I thought it'd be. I was just really surprised. Yeah. Um, I know, definitely miss mine. So I haven't taken it off road yet. So we got a trail here. We're gonna take it off road. In fact. I don't know about you, Allie, but we're close to 23rd. You guys? Uh, I am tech. No, we are open. Well, we're kind of open. We have like three people going in um, for pre-delivery, like Christmas surprises, and then they're leaving. So we have, I think, four maybe that are getting Christmas bows and stuff and going to surprise them. But I am actually off starting Thursday, Ah, and I do not go back until Tuesday. So I am. Um, so our dealership is really big in. We have every holiday off. So Labor Day, we're not here. Yeah, um, we Memorial have every major Day. holiday off. I mean, all those. Um, it was probably right, right around around COVID happened where we started doing. Even we used to be open depending on the day of the week. It was Christmas Eve till like noon. Now yeah. it's like nope. We're, I mean, Christmas oh. Eve is like a holiday now. Um, nice. And so, yeah. And because Christmas Eve is on a Sunday, they gave us Saturday. Gave us Saturday off. So. Oh, nice. So yeah, we're, we're, we're the dealership's entirely closed. In fact, we close at four thirty on Friday. I mean, you nice. might be able to go off roading that day if you want to go. Um, but I know we have plans to go to the dinosaur park. I heard about that. <laughs> How far are y'all from Disney Off Road Park? Uh, what? Where's that? There's a there's a off road park out there called Disney. Never heard of it. Um, yeah. let's there's there's uh, Kansas Rocks down yeah. in the um, southeastern part of the state, and then uh, about 45 minutes from here, maybe an hour, there's Tuttle Creek, and which is uh, it's is an it OHV. Disney, Oklahoma is that why it's maybe that Disney? okay? Maybe that's what it was. That's okay. I'm sorry, Oklahoma, Kansas. It's all the same to me. <laughs> 
You flatlanders. We recently went to Oklahoma. It's completely different. Uh, we have different colored dirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. We went disc yes. golfing and they have red dirt. So yes, they have red dirt. completely different. <laughs> kind of like Moab's red dirt. I tried bringing some of that dirt home and then we went through Colorado. And hey, I, I've done that. I have in my old studio over there. I have a rock from Moab, like the first time I ever flew out there. And then I was like, for some reason, I was like, you know, it's a national park where I was at. I was like, I'm, I'm going to take this rock, but somehow I'm going to get in trouble for taking this rock. And I remember even getting a little nervous getting on the airplane. It was in my luggage. I was like, somehow, like, like I'm gonna gonna, caught. Gonna know. you're yeah. just waiting for TSA. Uh, well, for, take, take a step with me. Well, I won't say whether or not we took any rocks off of a Moab trail because um, we're not supposed, to, we're not supposed to take anything. Right, leave it how it Red is. Lightly, leave it better than yes. you found it. He did. It was a little lighter. It was, yeah. It, <laughs> three little grandson rocks. It was, a, it was a broken rock. Okay. Hey, as long as you don't carve your name in the or write your name like the one people did a couple years ago. That oh, was yeah. I feel yeah. like they're the ones who like ruin everything for everyone. So yeah, to get to Disney, Oklahoma, and their off-roading <clears throat> Hogan's off-road park. Is four hours and thirty three minutes. Ooh, all right. It's so it's not bad. close enough. Not for it's a weekend, but yeah. for a nice maybe a weekend, but yeah. A long weekend. Tim, yeah, I have we, to say I was totally jealous that you got to go to RTR this year. Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. I was I was like, man, I mean, I haven't for some reason I've I haven't got to cross paths with that crew just yet to interview them, but you know, I job. well, and I mentioned this, you may not have caught it on that live stream, but I uh, I started doing these rants at the end, but um, I really think they're doing things the right way right now that Ford reached out to them to do the drift brake and mm -hmm. and they got the Mustang before the, you know, before production and everything else. Whereas Roush, they, they've said they're not going to have some of these things like the 24 F-150. We're not going to see a Roush one until next summer for 24 because yeah. they're not getting it pre-production. They're getting them whenever they can get one. And, you know, so I think RTR really is, he's really about, hey, he's a driver. He wants other people to experience the same thing. He's really about making sure that vehicle can be what people want it to be. Yeah. Um, we have three of those spec threes here. Number, no, we have number three, four, and six. We got number seven coming soon. Um, and um, and I tell you what, we have a dark horse too. I, I don't know. That, that RTR might just give the dark horse a run for its money i mean the way it's the the way it is on there that <laughs> yes. the, the kit that, are, that he puts on that and lowering springs the tactical like all the stuff that he has on that i mean Chef's kiss. we might have now let's get your drone out we have to take a drive hey you <laughs> saw the video out. that i made anyway i know the, the now the dark horse you know wheels are wider this ours is a handling package but uh, other than that i mean i don't know i mean Probably the dark horse has some other things that probably the, the uh, GT doesn't have, but these are the ones that we put the RTRs on are GT performance. So GT with the performance package. Yeah. So they have that set up. So when Roush has kind of gone a little more corporate too, where RTR is a little more uh, yeah. wild west with what they get to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're working real closely with Ford. I mean, like when we were there, there was something under a curtain. I think it was a lightning that, we could oh, I remember that in your your video, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was there that lightning Red Bull truck that they were working on, but I don't know for sure. It looked like an F one fifty, that's for sure. But 
um, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And he came here too uh, for a visit after that. Oh, yeah, fun! Nice. So yeah, so he's he's super awesome, and he wants to talk to the community. Mm -hmm. That's a, something else that I like. That's the thing. That's the thing that I love about those guys is that they're not afraid to jump in and talk to everybody and get their input and see like what they well, really want. He spent what like 10, 15 minutes talking to one guy about his Mustang. Well, oh yeah, yeah, he had Just a line for his signatures, and. Oh, cool guy came up and started talking about something he took the time to talk to him went over to his mustang and he it was funny we because we did like a ribbon cutting because we were signed up we we're going to do rtr and everything which we were on with them in the past but yeah um we did this at this uh at a museum here in town garage museum and on the the road along there comes across but it goes over these railroad tracks so yep. he was you know <clears throat> going over and did a walk around with everybody on the rtr and he goes you know what let me just show you and I mean, there's like no room. I mean, it's like a, you have cars on both. I mean, um, it's it, like yeah. he could have been in the showroom doing that. I mean, that's how small it was of a room. And he was doing like figure eights right there. And there was a <laughs> Corvette, so cool. an expensive Corvette sitting there. And I'm I'm serious. He probably came that close to that Corvette. And he's doing it on railroad tracks. Yeah. Right by the railroad tracks, making sure he missed. I mean, this guy is good. I mean, he's he knows that's the boundaries awesome. of that vehicle. And it's well, he crazy. Also, like when we were doing the content he was drifting on the lot yeah. knew exactly where we should be for the best content yeah he's a content creator and everything too well and he knows like hey go over there and then he knows where you're standing and he will play to the camera oh yeah. like he knew exactly <laughs> where awesome. i was standing with my camera and he whipped that thing at the end right so it would end right in front of me so i had the perfect shot to for yeah. a whip around and we uh, we uh, took some pictures of the the tire but he said you can't publish that anywhere because they weren't nittos <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they were what we had in stock. We didn't have nittos, but yeah. anyway. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, he's. he's like, I, I think do, RTRs. I can do one more round. These are about to go out, and as he pulled it around mm -hmm. and then took off to go park it for pictures, it popped, so he couldn't oh, yeah. move it any further. Oh no! Yeah, they did. So, yeah, he knows yeah, the he, limits of his tires in his vehicle. Yeah, he Definitely. roasted those. I mean, only a couple of rides. I got a ride, and one, and it was it was one of those things where I wasn't scared because. You could, I mean, I just had this, you could tell he knew what he was doing. It's like, yeah. I wasn't scared at all. It was just yeah. fun. I yeah, think but. they were driving in SEMA in 21 when I was there because they had the GT 500s there. Yeah. And I think he was driving there and I had a chance to ride with him and I should have. And I don't, I don't. Yeah. I think I was too worried about Broncos that year. To I think he goes <laughs> um, every year now. He was, he was there drifting this year with his there. team. He they had the whole team with him. They had the, they had the Bronco that. Bronco. The Bronco Fun Haver. Yeah, that was hmm. there, and yeah. they had three of them, so they were all. Chelsea was there, and him. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I was like, like they would <coughs> send all three Mustangs out at the same time, mm -hmm. and they were in sync and everything. And I'm like, do you think that they consider this practice? <laughs> yeah. You can tell that they practice together, and that yeah, it's crazy how good together. they are, though. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, it looks like a dance so. out there. So yeah, I think definitely this year. I mean, we're wanting to, we're gonna go to um, Supercell Tennessee. I want to hit Supercell Colorado again. That was a blast. Those are mm -hmm. other events that I went to. Definitely, we're gonna repeat those, um, and um, probably won't go back to Wisconsin. Although it was fun, it was um, 
more of the show. It was a small, much smaller scale. Yeah, it's a lot smaller compared to Colorado and yeah. Tennessee for um, sure. Colorado is all about the trails. I mean, there's so many. Bronco Nation had a trail ride each day, but then also there's the the Bronco or the Colorado Bronco Club. They had different trails as well. So many different groups to go out with. Um, it's all those are all about the trails, um, which is really cool. But I'm probably going to try to hit the Dream Cruise too, hopefully this year. So. We got to figure out to get you on our booth this year at Supercell, Tim. I, there'll probably be a line wrapped around Supercell of what people yeah. want to meet you. <laughs> Last year, nobody really came up to me that much. A couple they days. Were, I'm, telling you, they were, the they, I'm telling you. I don't know. Well, I was going to see if Bronco Nation was there and see if they let me put up a, a, a table or not. How much know, you're, you're probably in better light with Jordan than I am. So <laughs> we'll talk later. About <laughs> anyway. Um, but we'll see. I don't yeah. know. Um, it, it, that, I mean, I kind of like the idea of just going around and, and interviewing people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like, I, I'm kind of getting into that right now. I have them pull We're trying to your booth and you inter- have them. That was my other thought you. was to get a booth and just have people, Hey, you want to bring your Bronco over and yeah. we'll interview I, you and all that. I just kind of want to, I kind of want to do that concept, but I don't so know. So then everyone knows where to find you, where you're, where you're going to be. And then, yeah. Because otherwise, you you could be walking and go, oh, I want to do a video on this, but the people aren't there. Yeah, because it could be the fact that people would like to 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 talk and such. And if I have a static place I'm going to be, the only problem with doing that, then I feel like I'm gonna, I'm limited to having to be there. Yeah. Well, that's Allie. That's Allie. We can never get Allie to hold still because she wants to go do all the fun events and stuff. And I'm like, hey, Allie. Where I just, okay. I just really like the drives. They're just super fun. But now that Maya is kind of struggling a little bit we'll see how many drives i actually do this year yeah. so we're trying to I, i'm trying to plan a, a live stream there so our normal ford talk show we're going to try to do something yeah 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 have you ever watched the broadcast you mm-hmm. listen to that yeah, yeah those guys are my neighbors basically all right yeah they're pretty yeah, cool I keep, I keep bugging jonathan to to do the show and he's like yeah we need to do it but then it's like your neighbors you can never get you know, you can never if you're close to people like I would I could probably fly to Kansas and, and come see you faster than I could go 20 minutes away from to see Jonathan. So, yeah, funny how yeah. that works. Well, I think we're going to actually we're going to do a meetup with our members in Florida, Florida, some point coming yeah. up. And you guys are world travelers, man. Look at this. So, well, those are, those, are, those are travel miles at this point. Like I'm like, we actually were going to fly to the Moab and do the off radio. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. It's nine hours by the time we drive from here to Wichita, get on an airplane two hours, an hour and a half early, fly there, and then do the same thing. There's a connecting flight and everything. I figured out it was going to be a total travel time of nine hours. And I'm like, I could drive there in 12. Yes. Yeah. Just drive there. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And I'm glad we did because then we were able to go off-roading. So um, that was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, I would say that I would say this year one of the biggest highlights <coughs> was going to Moab. That was oh, yeah. Moab special. I yeah. the that first was. time I I like I was telling you earlier when I drove from Denver there when you hit Grand Junction and you take the left, I forget what the road is that goes into Moab. But uh, all of a sudden you just like it's like a light switch of Red Rocks. Like just suddenly yeah. you're like, am I on Mars? Like yeah. where? What is going on? Yeah. Well, we were there and on a lot of the trails, uh, and I, I'm still working on a video for that. But you're sitting there and you see the big plateaued mountains. I don't know what you call those, but then right between those, you can see the LaSalle Mountains over there, like that are in Colorado. And it's like that is cool, the snow on them and everything to just see that yeah. both of them through there. I but will eventually make it out west. 
yeah. I hear that. Yep. That's a lot of fun. But Colorado Eventually. trails are are fun, and yeah. Now I got a book. We got all kinds of trails to go to. Oh yeah. So, well, yeah. um, oh, uh, Imaging Pass in in uh, Telluride is my favorite trail ever. It's not difficult mm -hmm. by any means, but you you will get up to what is it, fourteen thousand feet in the air. It's ridiculously cold. I was there in August when it should have been hot. You're in hoodies because it's you're so high up there. You're cold. But that that's it's just it's just easy going trail, but you will see all kinds of beautiful scenery. You get to see all the old mines. Um, that's a that's oh. a special one too. Huh. Check that I love one out. that kind of stuff. Ten Cup yeah. Pass is a lot of fun, and mm -hmm. Hancock Pass was very a lot of technical stuff on that one. So yeah. definitely, I mean, but I think we could do Ten Cup without really mm -hmm. any any too many too much help. A couple spots maybe, but yeah. nothing that we needed a any kind of help on. Mm -hmm. like any kind of spotting in any of those places just a couple just have to be careful but you know well and i know if i want to take my boys up to colorado and i don't have an off-roading vehicle we can at least go see st elmo because you don't need an off-roading vehicle to get to st elmo dirt roads you don't basically. need one to get yeah. to 10 cups so we can go see 10 cup go see some of the things around there that you wouldn't necessarily need an off-roading vehicle to get to well even the maverick yeah. just like a bronco sport could get through most like we could get up to 10 cup we just couldn't go back the other side because it's pretty, it's too, you know, bumpy there. Yeah. Um, so we'd have to come back down the other way, but um, but that still could be done. But yeah, yeah so definitely, we're we're actually talking about doing a trip that Barbara can go on went to Colorado and and taking and trying to take more of the family and kids and stuff and going and do it. Yeah. Those. Nice. Yep. That's all right. Fun. Yeah. All right. That's all I had. <laughs> Any other trips? You guys went on? Mm, I did no. Bronco Takeover in August at the Silver Lake Sand Dunes. That one's always fun. Did someone yeah. ask about that? We have questions. Yeah. I, I think saw she somebody answered it. Commented. Oh, and then Mackinac. There's Bronco Takeover when we drove over the Mackinac Bridge. Yeah. That one was yeah, fun. I was jealous, jealous of that one because I, I want to see Mackinac. So that's a lot of Michigan trips. i mm -hmm. got to figure out. I think... I think Michigan's like a 14-hour drive for us, though. I mean, you can always drive up and just hang out. Yeah. There, there was uh, the trip we took to, to Roush where we were yeah. like, we should have just drove it because we had a layover. We were there. It was like 2 a.m. before we got there. It was ridiculous. <laughs> well, I remember we sat at the airport in a restaurant and had some food. Uh, and <laughs> I, remember, I remember dozing off on the floor waiting for the flight like that morning at like 3 a.m. It was horrible. We got yep. back to our hotel. We slept for three hours. And then at 8 a.m. we had to be at Roush. So yep. like we walked into Roush headquarters just you like absolutely just like <laughs> zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all horrible. slept well that night. I think we all went to bed about 7 a.m. 7 p.m. that night. Roush was like, yeah, you guys want to come out for drinks after we do the tour and this and that? And everyone was like, no, nah, no we're done. Like, we're done. We're out of here. That sounds like when I went to the uh, the launch of the Ranger in uh, March up there. Ford flew me up for that event, and we, me and Kelly, didn't get up there till oh it was very late. By the time then we had to get to the airport hotel, which was completely the opposite side of where we were. We had to walk. We're carrying all of our luggage, and to be up at eight a.m. the next day, I, I think we we probably didn't get to bed till midnight or one. And you're like, it's you feel like as soon as you got to sleep. Oh, now I got to go. And then after the event, the press event, they're like, oh, see you later. You got to fly back now. And you're like, wow, I think I was in Michigan maybe 12 hours. 
Yeah, yeah you we were in and out very quick. Our Detroit trip was our first year to Detroit yeah. was 12 hours. We yeah. got there at, I think, noon, mm-hmm. got to the show at 2, yep. you know, got on the plane, plane the next morning at 5 a.m. Well, and that's, that was the year Biden went. And so yeah. they, we basically went through security twice that day, not oh, yeah. getting on the well, plane. Trust and me, Chris, in there. Yeah. Chris was not happy about that. I mean, I, I'm oh, not no. getting political. They just, because <laughs> that it was, was kind so of annoying. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, um, I just went through airport security. I promise I don't have anything in here. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's when I was pumping after having a baby and I had all my stuff. So then I got weird looks and stopped because of that. So. Well, uh, where you got the, the pocket knife went through Wichita. Yeah, I went through Kansas City. <laughs> With but the then on knife. the way back through Chicago, they caught it. So that was Chicago. She forgot she had it. I got <laughs> flagged in Detroit for my milk. And then Sounds about right. what else? I got flagged on the way to New York or on yeah. the way back from New York. I got yeah. flagged on it that It was trip. just a typical thing. On and then there. you got flagged yeah. in Las Vegas. And Lebo got flagged because of my PC. microphone. You ever had your microphone? I did that in Vegas. Vegas is awful. I I flew. I did an overlanding trip in seventeen, and I took all my podcasting gear. And yeah. it wasn't as simple in seventeen as it is now. But they made me pull out all my gear in security. Yep. And I was like, like it was a nightmare because you know people behind you are aggravated. Yeah. That, that you're stopping everything, and yeah, they're going through all the mics. And I'm like, look, man, if I was gonna rob somebody or whatever i don't think i'm bringing my audio gear to do it you know i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. record the right. situation. yeah they i don't know what it was i have a certain mic, mic that i have that that one seems to get flagged a lot for some reason yeah but label got flagged because he's a collector of bullets and yeah. one had slipped into the lining of his backpack without his knowledge they're oh, like do no. you know why we flagged your bag he's like uh no she's like there's a bullet in here yeah. <laughs> that's not that in uh, denver we had off-road lights in our in our backpacks we bought oh, from some friends out there and it looks like we shed a granola bar with in the bag too so it looked like plastic explosive basically yeah and dude they pulled guns yeah. like it was the freakiest thing ever and they're like what is in this bag and then she went to go hey no it's just and they're like they wouldn't let her near the bag and they're swabbing oh, the no. bag <laughs> it was a nightmare yeah. and after that uh, like our <laughs> flight home we were just paranoid of like Please, yep. can we get to Nashville? Please don't. See, they flagged arrested. me in Chicago, and they're like, what's in here? And I'm like, my pump? <laughs> my breast pump? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can look scary. I have tubing and all this other stuff in there, and I have containers with liquid. Like, yeah, that, that could look scary. You should have just said it's my old, my old man's <laughs> like breathing treatment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but they actually – no, so it's actually known they can open the milk and test the air, but they are actually not allowed to do anything else with it. Yeah, but it's a medically necessary thing, so it's like, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, kept you guys long enough. Appreciate you guys jumping on last minute. Yeah. No like worries. This, this is fun. Me. So we're gonna we're gonna do a little rant here at the end and uh, talk about some uh, Maverick. Um, you just don't call it WTFs. That's all I ask. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. This no. is after hours. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Maverick and how. They didn't quite think about the rear seat very well. <laughs> well, Tim, I appreciate you having me on, buddy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank this you. Is yeah. cool. And I have to do a plug. If you're on Tim's channel, come see us at All Train Nation. Yes. And yes. We'll subscribe to Allie's channel over there. Yes. And, uh, you know, yep. And I up. actually have both. Those are the ones that are linked in the description. I didn't mention that earlier Thank in the stream, so but I always link that stuff down there. And uh, 
Yes, definitely. Real quick, Niles, what happened with the coyotes? We we live out in the middle of nowhere. There's just been yeah. a, there's a pack of them that's been moving in close to our property, and so, um, you know, <laughs> but the the numbers five five six. If that means anything to you, you should know that our coyote problem is is just fine. Yeah. I just watched a good YouTube video on people sniping. <laughs> well, we were so, like, he's out. He says he's out there he's dealing with coyotes with his laptop, and we're like, we're we're imagining him taking his laptop and throwing it at the coyotes. Yeah, no, it. Oh, yeah. Um, when we when we first moved out here, you know, we we lived in town for a while with our three dogs, and when we moved out here, we're laying in bed. And all you can hear is just a pack of coyotes just screaming in the field behind us. So yeah. you let freedom ring a few times and all of a sudden everything quiets down, you know, I mean, <laughs> crazy. So, yeah, weird how that works. Yeah, crazy. I don't know what, you know, why would a 556 five, ringing through the middle of the night do anything for somebody? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah, no, coyotes are... Uh, they're, so we've had snakes and now we've had coyotes and we're just working through whatever nature brings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, what? Yeah. you can have that country life. <laughs> I want the country life. I see. I don't go on these off-roading trips, but like when it snows, getting to my house is like an off-roading trip. Like, that, that counts, right? Yeah. 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 It works. So, yeah. <laughs> At minimum, it's a six mile dirt road drive to get to my I house. Mean, when I was learning how to drive, my grandma took me out to the dirt roads in the country. And she's like, now there's things that you need to know about driving on these roads, yep. especially yep. in the snow. This is what you do. And this is what you not, you don't do. Well, I heard these that are the rules. I pretty much they just go, go as fast as you can until you get out of control. And then you go a no, little bit go less as fast that. as you can until you start fishtailing, let off a little bit. And that's how fast you should be going. <laughs> yep. If the person coming towards you is not putting up a dust cloud, you don't move over for them. They move over for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's Very that's true. gospel right there. Yep. Very true. That was my great grandma. Yeah. Yeah. That's All good right. stuff. It is 916. So yeah, we're going <laughs> to get our rant here and finish out the stream. Thank you guys very much. As a, uh, as a, uh, um, Dave usually says it's not easy to get you out of here. So <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll see you later. Yeah. See you. Oh, they're all jumping off themselves. All right. Okay. So, well, that's fun. Yeah. So that's kind of what alternation is like. Cause it, it, a lot of interviewing yeah. people and everything. And it's just a lot of fun. So hopefully, I don't know. We have still have some people on here and everything. Have yeah. Fun? We still got people in here. 64. Right. Okay. Okay, well, so I haven't done the recalls. Uh, we can, uh, I'll just do that. Um, there aren't really a lot. Actually, there is one recall I want to talk about. Maybe we'll do uh, recalls right now then. Let me do a couple okay. of these recalls and we'll get into my rant if you guys want to stick around for that. Um, actually, you know, I need to move this back over here because I. And it's not, it's not about the, the, um, what's it called? The, Someone guessed it's the um, what you use to change your tire. Oh, the jack. It's, yeah, it's not about the jack behind the seat. It's about something else. Although that is part of it. <laughs> it's part of it, but it's not the full. And they're trying to guess it. Oh yeah. All right, let me. I of course know what it's all about. Trying to add this camera here. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and do recalls. Then we'll do a couple uh, recalls yeah. and. Um, 
and we'll go from there. So, all right, let's, where's my seat? Here we go. All right. So going over some of the recalls that we have uh, for this week, uh, there's just a couple, uh, although most of them are safety recalls. Um, so uh, this first one is safety recall 23S63, and it's for the 23 model year F-150 and Super Duty vehicles. Um, there we go. Um, and this is, affects about 17,969 vehicles. Um, and the reason for this recall is that in some of the affected vehicles, the steering wheel clock spring assembly may be may have an insufficient weld uh, between the bus bar and the ribbon cable, which can lead to a loss uh, of electrical connection to the driver front airbag. Uh, this may result in the illumination of the airbag warning lamp. Uh, the customer may also notice loss of illumination and function of switches on the steering wheel, uh, example, the radio controls, or an inoperative horn, uh, the driver airbag uh, that, do, that does not deploy when intended increases the risk of an injury in our, of injury in a crash, I should say. Uh, so this in here, I think this is a advanced notice. So this is like for dealers getting advanced notice. This is not the official one yet. Uh, so there's no fix yet, but just to let dealers know that they're, uh, if they have their customers have, having that happen, then um, to take care of that. And it does not say that you can't do, oh, okay, these are all for 23s. So they've all been pretty much delivered. So that's probably why there's no uh, do not, uh, there is a do not dis demonstrate or deliver. So the vehicles cannot be uh, driven or <coughs> delivered if they have this, if they're on a dealer lot. So, all right, the next one is, uh, safety recall 23S55, and this is for 2020 to 2022 Explorers. Um, and this is actually, uh, we did, we already, we talked about this before as an advanced notice. Now it's, this is the official recall that's going out to customers. Uh, 236,803 vehicles are affected by this. This is the one that has to do with the rear axle bolt fractures. Uh, again, we talked about this back in October. Um, and the reason for this one is in some of the affected vehicles, the rear axle bolt may fracture. A fractured rear axle bolt will allow uh, the rear axle housing to move out of position, resulting in a severe noise and vibration. If the rear axle bolt breaks, the drive shaft or half shafts uh, may become disconnected, resulting in loss of transmission torque to the rear wheels. Transmission torque is necessary to hold the vehicle in park and also needed for the vehicle to move forward or backward. Uh, so they do have the service action for this now. Um, and uh, let's say when letters are going to go out. Um, let's see. Parts to repair this condition are currently not available in sufficient quantities uh, to service all of the affected vehicles. So they have some, but not enough quantity to send out letters yet. Uh, therefore, to ensure an ample supply of parts is available, owners of affected vehicles will be notified in separate mailings. The mailings will begin during the week of January 8th. So uh, January 8th is when you'll start getting letters and probably go to people um, that they know are needing it, that kind of thing. All right. Um, the next one is safety recall 23S56. And this is for 21 to 22 model year Mustang Mach-E vehicles. Um, and this in here is, there was an advance notice we talked about in October. This is the official one with evidently a repair now. So typically what will happen is you'll get an advance notice. Uh, so dealers kind of know that this is going on, but they don't have a fix yet. 
And then once they finally get a, a fix to it, then you see the official notice and the letters go out. So this is the official notice. Um, 30,000 vehicles are affected. And this is uh, these uh, 22, 21 and 22 model year Mustang Mach-E's. This is for a high voltage battery junction box replacement and uh, powertrain control module PCM, battery energy control module BECM, and secondary onboard diagnostic control module C. Yes, S-O-B-D-M-C is <laughs> abbreviation, um, software update. Uh, so, um, of course, in some of the victim vehicles, the high-voltage battery main contactors um, may overheat, which may which can result in a contactor that remains open or a contactor that welds, that welds closed. Some of these uh, vehicles that have received 20... Uh, Recall 22S41 software remedy uh, will receive a malfunction indicator lamp uh, when uh, resistance is measured higher than the threshold. Those uh, vehicles will experience a reduction in vehicle power with the average of 50% of its rated power to prevent further damage to the contactors. The vehicle will still be able to accelerate to highway speed safely with this power D rating. So, um, and then, uh, so there's several different recalls that are affected by this. So the, the other one is on uh, some of the cases, it says 22 S 41 remedy has not proactively detected damage to the contactors on extended range in GT vehicles. This can allow the contactor to weld closed or prevent the contactor from properly closing, uh, while driving. If the contactors weld closed while driving upon the next key cycle, a MIL, um, see what does that stand for? That's the malfunction indicator lamp uh, will be illuminated. A vehicle diagnostic will be set uh, to DTC and vehicle will not start. Uh, does say also if the contactors are prevented from closing while driving, uh, vehicle diagnostic will set a DTC or MIL uh, will be illuminated the vehicle will display stop safely now and the vehicle will immediately lose motive power the vehicle will coast to a stop and all 12 volt systems including power brakes and steering will be remain functional uh, so letters are going out it says parts to repair this condition are currently not available in sufficient quantities to service all of the affected vehicles therefore to ensure an ample supply of parts is available Owners are affected uh, of affected vehicles will be notified in four separate mailings. Um, looks like uh, mailings are scheduled to begin the week of December 29th. Um, or it says begin by December 29th, not the week of. So there you go. This is it's mainly GTs, it sounds like to me on those. Um, and then this last one is compliance recall 23C41. And this is for 22 to 25, 24, should, excuse me, model year Mavericks. This is a turn signal outage detection failure. Um, so this is 186,138 vehicles are affected by this recall. And the reason for the recall is the affected vehicles may not conform to the uh, requirements by the Federal Motor, motor Vehicle Standards. Uh, the turn signal uh, for the turn signal lamp failure. So infected vehicles contain rear taillights with two turn signal lamp bulbs on each side, and the vehicle will not provide an outage notification to the driver if only one of the two rear 
turn signal lamp bulbs are has failed. So it sounds like that um, shouldn't be an issue. But this is this is a compliance, not a safety recall, uh, because basically they're saying that uh, you will have a certain amount of time uh, to be able to get this taken care of if you need it. Um, it says uh, letters are going to go out to owners the week of January 2nd. Um, I'm an owner of a Maverick in that time frame, so I'll let you know if I get one. But there we go. I know some people looked up there, can look up theirs, I think, um, and see if they have that. But that is the last recall. So just those recalls for this week. All right. Okay. Now, rant or questions? Which one do you want to start with? I think we do it after questions. Let's do Q&A. Yeah. That's after hours. At 10 questions. Uh, I did want to okay. highlight uh, we have a new member. Oh, yeah. Randy, Randy. Akers. Well, we have 15 ones earlier. <laughs> but we also, Social we High also gave us a donation. Oh, awesome. Merry Christmas, everyone. I imagine Bill Murray image from Screw Cheer. <laughs> oh, with my rant. Yeah, coming up. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> there you go. When is the Pro Access tailgate for the F 150 available? We don't know. I assume it's going to be available about the same time that Trimmer will be available because uh, those are both late availability items. And the way that'll work is, so a lot of, I, I, I have this bad feeling that people are going to think that that's available on the launch because it's supposed to be available on certain trim levels uh, when you get to certain uh, a certain package put on it that you're automated. I think it's the bed utility package that comes with. Mm. And it shows it on the website, but it says late availability on the website. But I got a feeling mm. people are going to get that and think that they should be getting that to pro access tailgate and they're not going to, um, but we'll keep you updated when that's available. Yep. Uh, on the window sticker of the Maverick highway EPA, sorry, highway EPA is 22 or sorry on the Maverick highway EPA in 22 is 42 and 23. It changed to 40 and 24. It's back to 42. Do you know why? Uh, don't to be honest. Uh, EPA tests those. So, you know, whatever their testing was for, you know, in they 23, must have had different it, drivers. It, it was affected. I don't know. Yeah. Cause that's EPA testing that has to be done. And I don't they know. They must have had different drivers. I, I could tell you people are getting more than, more than 42 on theirs. Yeah. If you're just, just doing city driving, you're going to get more than 42. Um, if you're doing a, you know, a combination of both, you're going to be probably in the thirties. I mean, Jolie sent us that one where she got like 99 point. <laughs> she yeah. had just reset Downhill. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I think I took a picture of that, and I was going to give her a bad time and say, "Well, I got 99." I don't know. The Jolie got that, yeah. but she had just filled and she had reset her trip, and she drove it from the quick shop to the house, and it was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, people are getting coasting. in the 50s." That's Ridgeview. I know. I know they're getting pretty good gas. Ridgeview's is not in here tonight. No, he's not. But yeah. sometime ask him. But yeah, I know. I like Jolie's in the 30s, but again, she does a lot of highway driving too. Yeah, combination. So. I think she said if she resets it and she only does base driving, she is getting yep. pretty good. Don't ask me what I'm getting in my EcoBoost. <laughs> you don't want to know the way I drive it. I was getting 21. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. I have a heavy foot. I got about 19 to 22. But yeah. Lebo would get like 25 to 30 in it. Yeah, well. Anyway. He's a hybrid driver, though. He, he had hybrid driving practice already so he yeah he knows how to save it all right is the Hermosillo factory shut down for christmas i don't think so well it's the only plant that's scheduling this week <laughs> which i thought was kind of weird 
Um, but, um, well, I guess Broncos sports not scheduling, but, um, I don't know. Be honest. Yeah. I mean, they don't really tell us if it's shut down or not. Unless yeah. I have an inside person that the, those factories, I don't yeah. know. I don't and think I don't, we have one there right and now. And I don't have one there. Um, I'm in need of the Ranger I ordered in July. Should I wait or should I just get a different, go a different direction? He hasn't been scheduled. Okay. I was going to, that was, what I was going to ask. It's been scheduled. So it hasn't been scheduled. Yeah. I mean, if it hasn't been scheduled, we're probably, you're probably looking at like a March at earliest, like, do they have the okay right now? To they're, buy? they're scheduling for like I think January, February build dates is what they were scheduling for. So you're probably looking at this point for a March build date at the earliest. You're talking April. So yeah, I mean you might have to look at a 23 Ranger if you can find one somewhere, or a used one, or look at a Maverick if you want to go that route, or F-150. Yeah, you're, yeah, I would say at this point it's probably going to be April at the earliest. Yeah. For you. Is the Black Appearance package available on the Outer Banks on a Bron Bronco Sport? Man, I thought so. Didn't I do a video? Did I do a video on that? Yeah. Maybe the maybe it's not. Maybe that's just on the Big Ben. All right, I gotta look that up. So usually, um, All I remember right. that stuff, but I can't remember that off the top of my head. So but I, will find I did out have someone asking, and is it true? And they asked, or they sent one over, and I was like, oh, we've, you know, covered this. Yeah. Priority codes. They saw somewhere on the internet that someone said that Ford has, is changing the priority codes. Instead of 10 through 19, they're now doing 3 through 19. Yes. And dealers control that. And yes. Yes. That is true. Uh, the other part of it, though, is that. Um, you know, you asked what the implications that could be for, you know, jumping the line and or getting them scheduled faster and such like that. Um, dealer to dealer, you know, one dealer is not going to jump ahead of another dealer with an order. Um, allocations are given on a dealer to dealer basis. And so each dealer is going to get allocations based on their sales and based on what they are earning from Ford to get. So. Your orders only matter within your dealership. Yes. So it's only going to matter within your dealership. So it's going to help you in the line within your dealership. Yep. So if you're a priority three, you're going to get looked at before the priority fours yep. and so on and so forth. Being a, being a priority <clears throat> 10 at your dealership, if the dealer puts everybody in as a 10, um, is going to be different. If there's a dealer out there or somebody out there says, well, mine's a party three, then you're like, well, I'm going to be after you. No because they're at a different dealership. So yes. their dealership, they might put all theirs in as threes. Um, then so, they all they have the same. Like, And so. you're seeing this with rollovers. Some dealers didn't have any rollover orders. All rollover Maverick orders got put in at a two. Should and have. so, or should have. <laughs> and so if you were another dealer that didn't have any rollovers and you were a prior, priority 10 and your dealer only put their orders in at a 10, you're going to get scheduled before some of those priority twos at another dealership because your dealer doesn't have any priority twos. Yeah. So it, it's dealer to dealer based. Yeah, it's within the dealership. To answer that, Black Appearance Package is not available on Outer Banks. I was thinking the Black Diamond Off Road Package, which is available on Big Ben and Outer Banks. Black Appearance Package is only on the Big Ben. Probably because you already get black wheels on Outer Banks. Yeah. I ordered a 2024 Raptor Ranger 11223. I know a lot of people ordered since May. What would be a good guess on when mine should be built? 
Um, okay, so you ordered, but we you got to wait until it gets scheduled to find out for sure. Yeah. So. Okay. I ordered a 2024 F-150 about a week ago with a hard tonneau cover. Since I don't want it to hold up production of my truck, is there a way I can remove that option now, or is it too late? No, you can order it. You, yeah, you can if, remove is it. it. Is it been scheduled? No, ordered. Okay, yeah. So you just go into your dealer and tell them you want it removed off your order. Yeah. Should be simple. Any thoughts on if rental car companies will start getting some Mavericks, maybe trimmers, so I don't have to drive so far to see places like Moab? Um, I don't know. That's going to be based on There are on some this... rental companies that will probably have some. I mean, yeah. we, um, the dealership here has um, rental Mavericks. The thing with the rental companies is they have to be in a place to purchase. And to get them readily available, you can, they won't, probably want to purchase as a fleet. Yeah. So they will want to be needing to purchase multiple and some car some of those rental companies may not be in the place to purchase those right now okay. because they have good vehicles that they aren't ready to get rid of or miled out so yeah. i was to say they're probably i mean they're probably some rental companies that will have them yeah i mean you might look at turo app yeah the turo because i found some mavericks place. on the turo app yeah in fact there were people when i went to nevada to that off-road uh, off-rodeo thing um, I was there doing that video and they came up in a Maverick and they were asking me about a tent site or something. I'm like, I don't know this location over here, any, anything. I said, but why, why, how do you like your Maverick? They said, I don't know. We're just renting it. <laughs> so they, they had rented theirs. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So in some areas you may see Mavericks. Yeah. So if you but... haven't checked it out, T U R O basically people have their own vehicles that they basically let people yeah. drive. And it's like renting them, but Which, you're renting from an individual. We, I mean, people in New York have been doing that for a long time. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they don't drive it mm -hmm. every single day. Um, I mean, we saw that at the car club, the classic well, car club. And there's some, there's actually some business, there's some people that actually run a business out of it and they have several in their fleet. And they do like rent, they treat it like a rental car, but they don't have to have the rental car agreement and everything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've done two of those and they've been great. Just make sure you look at the, charges sometimes they have extra charges for pickup and such um yeah. but also look at their ratings but yeah. See, and how many they've done but i was like let people drive great. your car to them it's not about it being their car to them it's an investment they purchased the car and they're making money off of it yeah <clears throat> they anyway. hope that they can get enough rentals in it or maybe they don't use it every day they have two different cars so they put it in the toro app People that want to drive a Bronco. You rent it out a couple of times a month and you made the payment. Yeah, it makes their payment. I so mean, especially same. like you don't drive your Bronco every day. You a don't drive your Maverick every day. You could totally yep. put it in the Turo app. Then people come in, uh, drive it, and you've paid for your. I wouldn't let them do time. the Bronco, but maybe the Maverick. <laughs> hmm. I don't think there's any tourism. All right. Nobody drive. Nobody flies a Salina to just drive it. But anyway. All right, next question. Okay. If a recall Maverick comes out after scheduling but before production, will that recall be taken care of at that plant, or do dealers handle all recalls? The dealer would handle it. Some of them will get done, like, if they're in Kansas City. But like in the after scheduling but before production. Oh, it'll usually, if, if they've come out, if the recalls come out and they have the fix, 
they're usually done at the factory because yes. once they've already had that fix, because so for instance, here's a recall. Well, and a lot of times a recall means that they found a problem with a part or something yep. going on. They've already replaced that batch that was faulty and yep. started working on new yep. batches that are not faulty. So for this, like in this situation on the Maverick, right? It's for the recalls for a 22 and 24 model year. They actually have build dates. And I used to tell those in theirs like this in here is Mavericks built between January, February 3rd, 21 through November 16th, 23. So anything built after November 16th of 23 will have the, they will not have the recall. They'll mm -hmm. be fixed. So if your recall lies in that, those dates, sometimes it'll actually, if it was like, we actually had someone last year that their recall set right at the, like the last day or two, they actually set at the factory waiting to get the recall done. Yes. So then they actually sat and they didn't ship it out. Yeah. So if they so, find the recall issue before it's actually shipped out, then it'll stay there and they'll get it done. You're better yeah. off having it been shipped out ahead of time and then yeah. the recall come out so that then you get at that right point away. the dealership does the recall. Yeah. But um, there are some recalls don't cause a stop sale to the point where yes. you can purchase it and then come back and have it done. Or yeah. <clears throat> if it's a stop sale, you can't it can't legally sell you the vehicle until that's fixed. Yeah, like this one here on the, the Maverick, that is just a compliance recall. So there is no stop sale on it. Right. Whereas if these other ones were safety recalls, they're a do not demonstrate, do not sell. Not this one. This one's a, that's a safety recall and it doesn't actually state that because probably because, oh, it's because there's none available for sale because they're 21 and 22s. Mm. Um, but depending on if there's some on dealer lots, they'll actually say you can't sell it. I know one of those did say don't demonstrate and don't sell. Because we've had super duties and lightnings here that we can't sell until we do that recall. Yeah, we had, a, what, two lightnings that the recalls yeah. just got done. We finally yep. got parts for, um, and they were on recall yeah. for a long time. We had some explorers like, recall for what? Yeah. We had one hit 120 days before the recall got done. Yes. Um, yep. So. Yeah, because we have... You know, the Super Duty had, didn't have the okay to buy, so they weren't shipping out. They finally had the okay to buy. They sent them out, and I feel like two months later, we had a stop sale. Yep. So, yep. So, uh, yeah, it, if you are scheduled, but it hasn't been in production, and a recall comes out, most likely it's not going to affect your production of your vehicle. Because they've already found the problem. They're like, oh, well, yep. um, you know, that, that's faulty parts. Let's get in a new batch that's not yep. faulty anymore. Now, the advanced notice where they don't have the fix yet, or they don't have the parts available yet, then they'll probably uh, may hold on to it. But most of the time, you know, there's those dates. So anything like this, yeah. anything built after. And that might have been what held up. So, you know, we had a lot of people that, in the Maverick Truck Club that was saying theirs was built the week of the 11th, November 11th. Or something like that, or somewhere mm -hmm. around that time frame. Yeah, it might have been this recall, and that's why they were sitting there. Very true. Right, because now yeah. this recall they ended November sixteenth, and it could have been those vehicles sitting to get the recall done. That and have nothing explain... to be do with shipping. Yeah, because totally be that recall. Yeah, there's people that are like upset because their vehicle is either in production or it's just sitting at the factory and it's not coming out. Like, what's the what the heck is going on? It when's production in I bet you November? That. I bet it's that recall because. I mean, you remember those one people in the Dells? Yeah. They, they're, they're sat for like, uh, like, seem like three or four months at the yes. factory because of that recall. Yep. 
So it could be that recall. And I don't think the recall is ready yet. So who knows <laughs> when those are going to be shipped out. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. That was our last question. Okay. We got 15 minutes for a rant. Okay. All right. So my rant for, I need a slide for this. So after hours. <laughs> yeah. After hours. Um, so my rant this week is yesterday. Um, you clean Jolie's car truck yes. out and I need to put the car seats back in her Maverick in the back seat. So Ford has to, you, you have to change your back seat configuration. So you have the, it needs to be a 60, 40 split bench seat. So if you have two car seats in that thing, right? Let's say they're both front facing car seats. Yeah. You have to, the, if you're using a latch system, you have to latch that in because the latch thing is yeah. on the back wall. So you got to pull that forward car seats aren't attached down below. You got to pull that forward, latch that in. You got to do the other one too, because it's a full bed seat, mm -hmm. right? Just to latch one car seat in, right? Two car seats. So you got to, yeah. but let's say you're taking one out to get it to unhook. You got to move the backrest oh, up. Yeah. Because when you're installing a front facing car seat, you are latching it into there. So to remove one, you would have to loosen the base of the second one. No, I'm, I'm talking about the one that goes, you know, that goes behind there. Yes. So you would have to, let's say you're only doing the pass, like for this one. See, so Jaden threw up on that car seat. So yeah. we needed to clean it. So we took that one out. Yeah. Well, to do that, you got to move the backrest up. Luckily, yes. she just had the other one is the, is the base for the infant seat. Yeah. So it was lucky. It wasn't in there. It was easy to take out. But you basically got to move both car seats to get the one out. Yeah. Because that backrest well, has to come Well, I went through forward. this for a year. I went through this whole thing for yeah. a year. Yeah. Well, and then you lose, like I said, and then you lose all of your, if you have, now let's be in a situation where you have one car seat, you lose all of your under seat storage, all of it. Yes. Because you now, decided you needed a bench seat. And I will of say, seat split. if you have two kids, you can't put one in the middle and one on the outside. So even if you had a 60-40, because of the way that they have tethers put in there, you only have tethers for the two outside seats or for one middle seat. You can't do two tethers or two car seats tethered to the same tether. Well, they probably know there's not enough room across there for three car seats. There actually anyway. is. Oh. You can get slim fit car seats Proving and fit home. three car seats across that. Huh. But Ford, you got to fix that. You need a The F-150 has a split bench seat. I think the Ranger does as well. I mean, come on. You got the backrest needs to be split bench and the seat cushion, both of them. Uh, seat cushion, so you can actually utilize some of that. You you make a big deal about the underseat storage, but then if person has one car seat, you lose all right. of it. Well, and you're marketing to a younger generation. Like, all your marketing is towards the millennials, the DIYers, the young generation. You are marketing towards them. You make a big deal about this underseat storage, but then they can't use nope. it if they have a kid. <clears throat> yeah. Major design flaw, and was last year I did a, hey, 10 things that they need to change in the Maverick for 23 model year. Remember that? And actually, the brand manager said, I think you'll be surprised. We we made a lot of those changes that you're talking about for 23 model year. That was the one thing that they, that was one of the things that they did not change. And I said, you need to change yeah. this. They, yeah. Well, and I'll say in the F-150, it's the same thing. You have to move that seat. You have to. <laughs> open the seat and hook it in there. The thing is, is that they don't have like the latch with the hard latch that's built into the seat. They have a rope. It's put the wrong way. Did you know that? 
Um, now hers doesn't have a rope. No, no. The Maverick uh -huh. has the built-in little latch that you hook it into, and it sits flush, right? In an F one fifty, you have to oh, pull yeah. that seat out. Then you have to. There's. A it's rope. not yeah. built in. It's a rope, and it's facing the wrong way. <laughs> yes, I noticed that too. It is because yeah. it is like you would have to hook in side to side and yeah. it needs to be front to back. Yeah. Major, major design. And flaws, then man. you can't bend it. So my car seat has a super long tether because they're expecting that tether to be down behind. Yes. This one's up at the top. So you have a hard piece of plastic on there that's not removable. Don't know why, but it's not removable. And then you try and hook it on there and you can't bend it at all so then it's in an awkward position you can't tighten it all the way i struggled with it and i absolutely hated it i told my i told lebo we are never removing these car seats out of this f-150 unless we are trading it in yeah that's what i did we did not move those car seats until we traded yeah. it yeah major major flaw there <clears throat> kind of disappointing i mean that's the i mean not that it needs to be a perfect vehicle but you know, I mean, people have made different things for different inconveniences. I know, like, the people that came, um, the Martins that came, they had a cool thing that went into the cup holder mm -hmm. to give you. Um, so there's a, a longer cup holder right in front of the console or, yeah. like, a little section where you can put things in and a, a little tiny one. Mm -hmm. So they have a thing that goes into that. So you get a shallow tray there in that little one. But then the back ones become two cup holders. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, might be getting one of those. Yeah. It's kind of cool. But I do put my, I kind of put my phone down there because I like to do, I don't put mine down in the upper console. I actually hook up the Android Auto and then I just, I put it face down yeah. into that little section. But anyway, uh, yeah, major design flaw there. So um, I'm hoping next time they have, I go to purchase a Maverick that they have cured that or I will most likely be going for a Bronco Sport. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is a major problem there. So. Your mom said, "Not an issue in my expedition." No, it's not. In fact, you can you can harness the third row seats. You can actually so, put th six car seats. Yeah. In that, because they all have the latch system and all easy to get to. So the other part of it is, you know, the fusion is like that. You have to move the seat. Actually, no, the fusion is different. The anchors for the fusion, you know that. Yes, they're on the. They're on it. Yeah. So it's super. It's kind of easy, but getting in and out of a car seat. <laughs> For an adult in those smaller doors <laughs> lower down, it's hard. So yeah. I don't remove the car seats out of our fusion. Yeah. But my C Max is tethered on the back and I just open the trunk and just take care of it. And it's super easy and I love it. So anytime yeah. we have to move car seats or we have to let someone use one of our car seats when they take our kids, I'm like, let me grab the C Max. <laughs> I will tell you this about every one of the Mavericks that are delivered, the backrest isn't latched. No, it's never latched. <laughs> I usually I'm, I'm picturing it. So I sit in the back and I hear, I feel, feel like I sit back against it and I hear I'm, I latched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so there would be times where I would be driving. Um, I don't know. There's been a few times where I've driven a Maverick that was brand new. No one's driven it. And I would like lurch forward to stop or something. And I would hear the back seat <laughs> yeah. clicking. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right, so Tristan here, so they joined late. I'm not sure what they're asking here. It says, I know I'm late, but uh, what was the week of scheduling that you were talking about for the F-150? We didn't talk about scheduling. that. Pretty much none of the models are scheduling this yeah. week. Um, so, 
yeah. You know, I have talking about scheduling yeah. from fifty. No, they're talking about putting a baby in the bed. Um, I there are actually <laughs> there are off-roading car seats for the bed of a truck. Okay, well we saw that Bronco. Remember, did you see it? They had okay. they had all four of their kids on a slide-out thing. So, they put them in the car the seat and they slid it forward. Three rows. It was an old Bronco. It was an older Bronco, Bronco. not a Gen Six. Yes, um, older Gen. It's a two-door too. It's not a four-door. It yeah. was a two-door. So the cargo area basically is where the car seats were. Yeah. So they made a slide out that they, you know, when it's time to get out, they just slide it back and they have four car seats in there strapped onto this board that slides in and out. Mm -hmm. But no, they actually make car seats that you can strap <laughs> and bolt into your bed uh, made for off-roading. <coughs> Water went down the wrong way. <laughs> they they range in size um, from good for adults to, um, I think eight years old is the youngest that they said you should be putting kids back there. <laughs> so, but technically, it's rear facing because if it's okay. bolted to the back of the bed, that's rear facing. I mean, that's the safest position for a child. <laughs> All right, so I I grew up station wagon era, where you had seats in the very back facing to the back. That was the best place to be back then. And those old station wagons, you're you're back there and you're looking at everybody. You'd be at a stoplight and they'd be right in front of you. You'd make funny faces out of and everything. <laughs> so that was the thing. Anyway, some of you, uh, that, that dates me just a little bit, but some of you know what I'm talking about out there. You've seen any of those? Yes, I have. <laughs> I work at a and car your dealership. Your grandpa had a bunch of those. We had a bunch of those in suburbans. I, I work at a car dealership. I've seen car history. In, in, old, in old big suburbans. So, yep, that was... That's where we take family vacations. Yeah. It was like a Griswold family vacation all over again. <laughs> He's like, I think Tim is my age. <laughs> Probably. Well, I am 27 and he's my dad. So, yeah. All right. That can give you some age. Okay. We probably, let's see. We got any last questions? I read that all 24, 2024 Sasquatch Broncos are getting the upgraded steering like what the Raptor has. Is that true? Uh, not in 24. Sorry, 24 what I meant. Sasquatch Broncos are getting an upgraded steering wheel. Oh, the steering, oh, the steering rack, the upgraded steering rack. Uh, I did hear that. Um, I didn't know if it was Sasquatches or if it was Badlands and Wild Tracks, I think. So it's the upgraded uh, steering, steering rack, uh, not the steering, yeah, upgraded steering. Okay, that's what they were talking about. Um, so I think so. Um, but they didn't make it, it really wasn't put into the order guide. It didn't mention the order guide, but I did hear that that was getting upgraded steering rack. So I don't know about Sasquatch, but I thought Badlands and Wild Track was getting it. So, um, and then I think was there a question up here that I missed? Oh, <laughs> any car my um, mom drove was unsafe at any speed. What package do you have on the Bronco Sport? Do you have the start with the Badlands or uh, for a good off-roader? So yeah, on Bronco Sport, if you want a good off-roading one. Really, even though there is a Black Diamond off-road package for like the Big Ben, the the one you need to go with is uh, the Badlands. Badlands trim gives you the advanced four-wheel drive system. It's the dual clutch. Um, that is the one you need if you want to do some uh, off-roading with your Bronco Sport. Um, that that's the setup you want. So, or Maverick trimmer for about five grand less. <laughs> Seeing. 
Although right now I won't say that because we need to uh, sell a bunch of Broncos sports. Uh, so there you go. Or you can get a Broncos sport that is five grand less from us <laughs> right now. All right. Okay. Any other questions? Oh, what was this here? What's this? Uh, sorry. Uh, what I meant was when you were talking about the Ford scheduling for F-150 and finally some 802 Raptor packages. I didn't hear what the dates were. Um, they didn't actually give dates. So on when they were scheduling those. So right now, this week, they're not scheduling. I'm not sure why they left that note on there. But there are some dealerships like last week we got. They told us, hey, you got a Raptor R allocation. And I was like, great, you know. And so um, I don't know if there's Raptor 37s, though, um, but they mentioned Raptor R. Um, I don't know what build date that was scheduled for, but uh, sometime in February, but I'm not positive what that was. So, all right, clarified that then. All right. Okay. So, Radcon, I knew he'd have the answer. All Sasquatch and Badlands. Uh, uh, and it is a steering rack off of the Wild Track Haas 3.0 package. Yeah. Okay. That's what Which it is was. similar, but not exactly the same as the Raptor steering rack. Yeah. Because the Raptor's a Haas 4.0. But um, yeah. So, there you go. That's it. That's what it was. Okay. I, I didn't realize it was Sasquatch. I, was th I knew it was Badlands was getting that. Um, and I was, that's right. It mm -hmm. was the, I, I know I talked about, or I don't know if I talked about it, but I did see that the brand manager had mentioned about it, which he's no longer the brand manager, but hmm. from what I understand. So, all right. Well, it is nine fifty-five. Okay. We're out. No. <laughs> um, well, go, hope you guys, again, we will not be here next week. We're not gonna be doing a live stream. Um, next week and so uh yeah i hope you guys have a great uh, merry christmas uh for the members we'll be doing a member live on friday so all those 15 new members join us friday at 4 p.m or watch it later uh mm -hmm. it's recorded live but in you can watch it later um so join us then and uh who knows uh for the members i might see some images or something from the weekend we'll see i don't know we'll see what's going on i but. usually try and do a short yeah all right one last question no more questions last question uh it says uh what do i need to get to install the hitch and pins on a prepped toe on the bronco so from what i understand for 24 model year um i'm assuming you're talking about 24 model year they are now doing that's a dealer installed for the hitch so from what I understand is they get a prep kit. So they should get the wiring already back there, the wiring at least wired to the back of the vehicle, which is the hardest part. And then at that point, you're just adding the hitch, which is like four bolts, bolt that on. And then you're getting the actual four pin, seven pin harness that you put on there and hook under there into the vehicle and then just run that wire to where it's back there. I think we don't know yet. We haven't seen a 24, of course, yet. They haven't built a 24 yet. Um, but now if you're talking about a 23, um, then, um, yeah, if, if the wiring's already back there, then you just got to add a hitch and you can add a rough country one. A lot of other companies, there's a lot of them for like $150. You can install yourself. I'm probably going to do that. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm surprised your dealer's pushing back on it, but, um, that shouldn't be a problem. Um, so yeah, you can just add a hitch. I mean, we can we can add hitches here. It's just some of them, it's like they want to charge a lot for install. That's kind of the big thing. So I'm really surprised they would be willing to not do it because they probably want that install fee. 
um, because it is pretty expensive. But um, yeah, there you go. But all right. Okay, so I think that's it this time. So have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year as well, because since we're not going to do a live stream next week, um, we'll see you guys in the next in the new year, in 2024. And there's a lot. Uh, we didn't talk about models and vehicles. We talked about trips and different places to go, but there's some uh, maybe maybe the, on the second we'll talk about what mm -hmm. models we could expect for 2024. Maybe that's how we can launch off 2024, because not only do we have some new refreshes coming uh, with the F-150 and some of those other vehicles. But we have, um, and the new Ranger will finally be delivered in 2024 calendar year, but we have some going to be having some new refreshes going on, like six models getting refreshed or some new ones revealed to us. Uh, I think they're going to reveal a new EV and such. So 2024 is going to be a, a good year for Ford, I think and some good reveals and updates to some of the Ford products. I've seen some. You're going to like them. I can tell you that. We're talking Expedition. Mm -hmm. um, Maverick is getting an update. Bronco Sports getting an update. Bronco's getting an update. Um, some major updates. Gosh, what else? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. F-150's got a new trim coming in 2025. Can't talk about it. Probably said too much already. Anyway, all right. I better get out of here before we get in trouble since it's 10 o'clock now. Thank you guys very much for joining us for the last live stream of 2023. We'll see you guys in 2024. Until then, stay positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourself. And we'll see you in the next video. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next year. <laughs>